yes, 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 yes! That was a goal! Striker! And another! Bing bang, stick it in! Thank you and good night! Twat! That was liquid football! Shit! Did you see that? Hello everybody! It's your old friends on Monday Madness and welcome to another edition of the That Was Liquid Football podcast. It's been so long. It's been quite a while in fairness. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> After the uh, first ever winter lull. Yes, the winter lull. The winter lull. Do we have a sting for the winter lull? Because I'm happy. <laughs> Everybody was in fucking Dubai, riding what? camels. Taking photos on the camels. <laughs> <laughs> there are bad photos in that case. <laughs> nah, it's alright. Yeah, fine, cool. So, uh, we have a bit of football to catch up on, but because it's about four weeks old, it's a bit expired, we'll get through it. It's the Premier League rundown. Liverpool's still winning, yeah, definitely. Uh, match day 24 was about four weeks ago at this stage, so we're well, well beyond sell-by date here. Yeah, we'll just like, fly through this. For people who are listening, or yeah. the person who is listening, they will have already known the results. Here. Exactly. <laughs> so if you don't want to know, look away now. Um, <laughs> apparently the match day started off with the nice derby, which was Bournemouth 3, Brighton 1. I was going to talk about that briefly. I'll talk about it now. Brighton have won a game. Holy fucking shit. We should all acknowledge that fact. And Callum Wilson scored a goal. And Harry Wilson scored a goal. And they're all playing nice again. It's quite refreshing. They're actually on a, a rich end of form until they lost to Sheffield. Yes. Yeah, two wins. It got them out of trouble. And props to them because we were all kind of saying, oh, are they in trouble for not or signing people? No, they're not. They're fine. Yeah. They, they did okay. Yeah. They're just going to plot along. They should be all right. Yeah. Should, should be. be. I, I'm still... Yeah, no, like, you're, you're, this, this is not the league for, like... Putting your house on what should happen. True, yeah. This year, it's, <laughs> this year in particular, this is not. This, it is not the year for it. Like no. uh, elsewhere in the match day, we had a two-one win for Aston Villa against Watford in a relegation six-pointer. Villa very much needed that win. In fairness, Nigel Pearson, I presume, was was angry. I, I presume he's mostly Did he angry. Throw shoes? I, I, I think that's his default setting. Really, like it mm. depends on how many shoes is the thing. Um, Crystal Palace lost the game. They beat. They were they beaten two 0 by Southampton, because Southampton are much better away team than they are home team. No one knows why. Yeah, not uh, even Southampton. Not even Southampton. It was the baffling thing. Uh, Man City. The stadium like isn't even that bad a stadium. It's not like they walk in. And go, oh no, what this fucking. No, okay. Yeah, neither. Yeah, so it's, it's stadium like it's grand. Unfortunately, they play at St Mary's. Yeah. Oh, St Mary's. Yeah. He does it. Oh, that's fucking. He does it. Just, that's I just want to remind folks that he's doing a quiz at the end of the show. <laughs> it's not a good sign. Uh, not a good sign. This is why we're not going to get any answers right. Because yeah, he's got the wrong answers. This is all been verified by Google, right? So he's good. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's a shining endorsement. That's a shining endorsement indeed. <laughs> he is good. 
fuck off. <laughs> so um, a couple of them are Guinness Book of Records verified, so you can swill on it. Uh, fair enough. All right, fine. We'll, we'll accept it. Um, Man City narrowly beat the overlapping centre backs one nil away from home. Very narrow. Yeah, it was a fun match when uh, Man City trying to figure out what the fuck this team is uh, for the second time. Uh, this is a fun match as well, actually. Neil, you're down for this. Everton two, Newcastle two. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was great. This is um, great. I actually remember this match. This, this is, is so fucking this is funny. Pure brilliant. Basically, um, this is Everton. I once did I say this in the previous podcast that mm. somebody once described Everton to me as. Everton is a feeling it's like a seagull stealing your chips not to eat them but to drop them into the ocean in front of you <laughs> anyway, that is Everton that is Everton that yeah. is Everton Everton is washing your jeans with a 20 in the pocket oh, that's Everton that's Everton yeah and this match was very much Everton yes um, to be cruising 2-0 no problem into the 19th minute yeah. 2-0 91st minute Two nil. Ninety minutes. Ninety second minute. Two nil. It's all good. It's only Newcastle. They've got all the bite of a toothless granny. Ninety third minute. Oh shit! Lejeune scores a fucking whopper overhead. Okay then. It's the tune. Everybody likes the Geordies. Let them have their consolation goal. Ninety fourth minute. Ninety fourth and a half minute. Yeah. Boom! He slots home another fucking overhead goal. You're like. What the fuck is going on? But it wasn't that. It was a fun, wonderful like goal about scramble where like yeah. Pickford. We we've spoken at, at length Pickford, at how bad the, the, Pickford is. Pickford and his tiny arms. <laughs> the best thing about this. His teeny tiny arms. The best thing about this afterwards because the ball like the ball comes in, yeah. it goes over the line, and he tries to flap it out, and it doesn't work. The ball's already in the goal. But the best thing about it was Olivier Bernard, if you remember him, mm-hmm. uh, former Newcastle man, he tweeted a picture of like T-Rex with a ball in front of him. <laughs> and I was just like, love the match yesterday, lads. Great performance. Keep it up. Yeah. Tag Jordan Pickford. I think, I think uh, the, no, the best ever image of that game I saw was on the Squires comic, where he basically he'd done that whole goal melt scramble out yeah. in the art style of Angry Goose Game, of the Untitled Goose Game. That was out for another goal mouth scramble was that happened. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that happened like a Christmas. But it was Everton as well. It was Everton as well, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because Pickford's the goalkeeper and he's not, he's like. <laughs> you know when you steal the glasses off the kid and yeah. he's going around the ground because he's fucking blind? It's like, he basically had that as Pickford. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, he's literally summed the entire, his player out his entire career up in one yeah. fucking image. It's pretty much happened like four times this season and it even yeah. happened this weekend because yeah, it's, it's Pickford. It's In any case, yes. but that's just it. I mean, like, if you want a match that perfectly encapsulates what is Everton, and now don't get me wrong, they pick it up afterwards, which is why I'm not doing any of the other Everton matches. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, that's just holy. They really shit the bed, and yeah. I guarantee Ancelotti was looking at her going, "What the fuck have I got myself into?" Mm. Yeah, definitely. Twelve million a year, isn't that what he's getting paid? Yeah, about that, yeah. Like, that's what he's got. Like, is it worth it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is one million quid a month worth putting up with this bollocks? They pay forty million for Guilfi Sigurdsson. Just saying. <sighs> yeah. Is uh, it pronounced Guilfi? Guilfi, yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. No. I, I, <laughs> I always call him Gliffy because I just can't say Gilfy. It's, it's either Gilfy or Jilfy, I can't tell. I, I, always, I, always like. it <laughs> I always pronounce it Gliffy because I can't say Gilfy with a straight face. We have to ask the guy who invented the name. Is it Jilfy or Gilfy? You invented the name. You can ask him. He has the name. Yeah, well, didn't, <laughs> well how, how would you get him in on the show then? The fuck do you pronounce your name? He was just giving it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then let's get tickets down the show then. 
Jesus lads, pedantism. So, uh, Burke Bob, yeah, your game, yeah. your game for this one was the two-all draw between Chelsea and Arsenal. Oh, this was this was um, another funny match. <laughs> this was fun for the neutral and um, oh yeah, if you were great... in neutral, you were having the time of your life. Watching. My heart was getting as much exercise as uh, if I was doing a ten k run. Um, it was fantastic. While being, ch- while being chased by a wolf. Yeah, that's a good pressure monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Chelsea. So Mustafi Mustafi, just to start the game off, Mustafi Mustafi, and you've turned on my. I've actually switched it on. Yeah, you turned on the blood pressure cuff. We actually did have one. We not intentionally, by the way. <laughs> Listen to it. It is actually on. That's impressive because I actually touched nothing off that. Yeah, it's very sensitive. It's very sensitive, actually. Let's see just what. Like I, my heart. Let's see what. <laughs> let's see what reading we get. Uh, carry on, Burke Bob. We'll just. Air. It'll probably send an alarm to my dog uh, and say she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're you've got a blood pressure. Then, then you look at the TV guides and like, see oh, the Arsenal, Arsenal playing now. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> we have the Arsenal game on in the background as well. So Burpa, you got a blood pressure of error three. Oh, yes, God. that's better than last time. Yeah. That's the worst kind of error. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Mustafi Mustafi by um, throwing Leno under the bus and giving him a hospital pass back. Uh, <laughs> Leno was completely caught in no man's hand because he didn't presume. Like, I don't know, he should probably presume at this stage Mustafi's going to try and fuck it up for him. Well, funny enough, yes. Chelsea did. Because Chelsea did. You could just actually see them. Because Tammy Abraham, basically, he marks Louise. Yeah. Because and nobody marks Mustafi. They just give mm. Mustafi the ball. Because they know. It's like, he's going to fuck up. Yeah. And it's that was again, just everybody else, literally. Steps off Mustafi is like, here you go, good sir, take your time fucking things up. Like, normally, normally, if you give the opposition centre-back time on the ball and space to pass it, mm. people are looking at you going, what on earth are you doing? Yeah. I guarantee you Frank Lampard was sitting there going, just wait. <laughs> right? so, just wait. Give he's him got, a, he's give got him good a passing minute. range, but he's going to do something. And when he does, and I guarantee you, and when he does make the pack pass... Abraham's on it like a light because yeah. mm. he knows and I guarantee I would seriously I would bet my house on Frank Lampard's coaching for Tammy Abraham for this game is every time he hits a back pass run for it Yeah, it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter because if it doesn't if it goes straight to the goalkeeper and he hits a pass just, it doesn't matter it's the pressure just run for it because it's Mustafi and there's a higher chance than usual far higher yeah. that he's going to fuck it yeah, that's because why Abraham's onto the ball before anybody else, before even Lino can react to the fact that, oh shit, this is coming nowhere near me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, this leads then to Luis getting sent off for last man back challenge. Yeah. And then. <laughs> already... no, no, hang on, wait, no, no. A challenge implies that he was aiming to play the ball. Okay, fair. That, is, that is just not what Okay. <laughs> I really should report the facts as they are. Straight red and was marched down the tunnel to rapturous cheers of he's one of our own, he's one of our own. <laughs> but then we actually played, obviously, the penalty was scored and uh, we played fairly well, a bit of tit for tat. Mm. But coming up to the last few minutes of the match, we had uh, oh, well, actually, no, I've skipped the best bit. Sorry, yes. uh, we were 2 0 down, and yeah. uh, Martinelli, the 18 year old wonder signing we've made, made a 60 yard dash with the ball. Kante slipped over. Yeah, he did, he did his DVG. Yeah. By the way, it came from one of their corners. Yeah. We cleared. We dealt with one of their corners. Something which has actually been we've been actually really good with, which is defending set well, pieces. Saying this against Newcastle, don't yeah, they? yeah. Don't you defending know. set pieces. Well, they don't have Andy Carroll, so um, you know the scourge of our. How dare you underestimate the might of Joe Ellington, sir? Yeah. He scored against Oxford United. <laughs> Andy Carroll injured again after volleying a ball. Yes, in training. <laughs> 
This is the third he, time he's injured himself doing football. Like he, he was kicking a ball. Yeah. Like they just they just matter, the fact that they so matter of factly report that he injured himself kicking a ball. <laughs> as it, a kind of, it kind of summarised the it's tone. Like, it's the first time yeah. in months he's actually managed to connect with the ball, and it's like he goes uh, to shoot. Oh, and he's broken his toe. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that scene in The Simpsons where the, the field goal kicker goes to kick <laughs> yeah, the ball, and, like, and, and it's, it's going short. Then his foot wallows and kicks one over. It's like did that actually happen? Yeah. Oh, Corner. So, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a great goal. Got, we played really well, despite the fact that we. Uh, well, I think the finishing on that was perfect. Because he had Pepe alongside him, and I think everyone was screaming, Give the ball to Pepe! But he just. No, here, oh, cool. I'm, dealing, I'm dealing with this. Yeah. Slotted perfectly home. Um, but then, yeah, still 2 0 2 1 down, and the last minute of the game, you have Captain Bellerin come yes. up and. Fucking peach of a goal. Yeah, swaz it. Mm. Swaz, yeah, that was. It. And that was just great. It, like we got a point, and it was one of many one points that we have gotten since Arteta has come in. Yes. Uh, but that was one of the ones where we went, "Whoa, that was good." You, 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 you were, you. That was a good value of points. Fighting back from ten men and two nil down to get two nil to yeah. all at it, Chan- uh, Stamford Bridge. At Stamford Bridge, like who doesn't take that? Mm. Everybody takes that. Like Ten times out of many doing the Medina celebration. Yeah, the Medina, the cross arm. The, the best thing about that was if someone spotted in the crowd, oh, there's yeah, a guy in the crowd that did the say that told him to do it, and yeah. he just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's like Medina's dad. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, dude, that's yeah, cross your arms there, but and then everyone else joins in. Yeah. Actually, in the celebrations in that way crowd, you can see Maria. Oh, the old L, yes. She's like in her 80s. She goes to home and away matches for men's and the women's. She's an absolute legend. Mm. But she's out with her Polaroid disposable camera. Yeah. Taking a picture of uh, Martinelli going up to score. So that was just a nice little. No. Very nice. And that's the end of that match week. Yes. uh, Yep. The rest of the scorelines were Leicester 4, West Ham 1. That was funny because West Ham lost. Uh, Spurs beat Norwich 2 1, which is a shame because Norwich were kind of in that game. Uh, <laughs> this is a good one Man United lost 2-0 to Burnley at Old Trafford which yeah. is the second year in a row that's happened mm. uh, who would have thought it in and this day and they were gash they were terrible but oh, they, they responded they responded to this loss by signing Odie Nagalo I just want to state that fact This that was the trauma to it like that that's that's how they reacted to losing to Burnley, which is fair enough. Like you know, yeah. just like it's almost like comfort eating, I guess. It's like it, well, they signed Odi Nagalo from China, where he has the coronavirus. <laughs> Suspected to Suspected. have the coronavirus, which is a genius. It's a bit of a genius thing because nobody's gonna fucking mark him. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it is, it, I used to do was cough once, and he just gets he gets the freedom of the opposition box. Nobody's gonna fucking mark him. Just there like a bat wing in his yeah, teeth, like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. delicious. Like, if he scores a goal, he'll just take a bat wing out of a sock and go, like, yeah. <laughs> or sneeze on somebody and he'll go, yeah, full Ozzy Osbourne and bite the head off. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there was two Liverpool games uh, that week, which was a 2-1 dodgy win against Wolves. We were, were quite lucky oh, with that one. Oh, you're so We were very lucky on that, that one, yeah. Uh, and then, Comfort beat West Ham 2-0 a couple yeah. of days later, which was grand. Uh, match day 25 then the week after started with a 2-0 draw between Leicester and Chelsea good game by all accounts uh, very much a battle now for Champions League places lads by all, all, by all accounts mm-hmm. oh uh, especially now so yes we'll get to that in, in uh, mm-hmm. this week's football if you like uh, Newcastle oh, this actually this is officially the most boring match day of the year by the way we had 3-0 all draws yeah. Newcastle nil, Norwich nil, Man United nil, Wolves nil. Burnley Arsenal nil all as well. Although how that was nil all, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, 
Uh, Palace uh, beat, were beaten 1-0 by Sheffield United, so I guess you can put that in the boring category as well. Uh, Bournemouth Villa ended up in 2-1 to, uh, to Bournemouth, which is a huge win for yeah, them. Massive for Villa as well, because they're now on a, quite a slump, uh, considering. Although the, the win against Watford has helped them out a good bit, in fairness. Uh, good game between Watford and Everton, though. It's a 3-2 win uh, for Everton. Covered Lewin is basically like Ancelotti's pet project and you can really see it coming out in them. Yeah, that's why I've taken the Everton. Yep, we'll talk about that shortly. First of all, Neil, tell us about the game between West Ham and Brighton. West Ham all draw. Yeah, it was 3 all, and it was very, very fun. Um, Just loads of fucking goals. Yeah, yeah, always helps, yeah. Um, But... (laughs) Like it, was still, it had everything. It had controversy. It had goals. It had Lucas Fabianski punching a ball into his own net off the, the off the shoulder of his defender. Um, <laughs> there was two own goals in that game, wasn't um, there? Yeah, I think there was. Yeah, it had Glenn Murray scoring an equaliser, despite the fact that he very clearly handled the ball in the build up. And he's thirty ten thousand years old. Yeah, he is. Yeah, approximately. He's basically mummified. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yes, like it's it's hilarious. It's just really really fun. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's it also puts West Ham into the relegation zone. They it slipped, did, yes. They slipped to 18th as yeah. a result of this. Um, yeah, and Bournemouth beat Villa as well, as I think we mentioned yeah. um, that week. So, yeah, this this was definitely when, you, you I, as you mentioned, mm. West Ham were in trouble. West Ham are seriously in fucking trouble. Yeah, because they, and, uh, they don't I really read, have anything going for them. I read a thread from Swiss Ramble, who's a fantastic kind of financial expert who yeah. always reports on like, Arsenal and stuff like that. Mm. And he, um, he, yeah, he did an in-depth financial report on West Ham and basically what relegation will do to them. And it will fucking destroy them. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's been a lot of deep dives on a, on a, few, a lot of the Premier League teams that if they do, they are, like, it's death now. Like, they said about Bournemouth yeah. because they don't have the, uh, the basically the, the stadium to cover it. Mm-hmm. West Ham is certainly one of them as well because yeah. they don't, like, the wage bill is so huge. I think wage bill is huge to death. Yeah, debt are massive, and that and they said the same thing about Everton, but obviously they're they're kind of out of harm's way now a bit. Yeah, uh, oh no, so, I, ever, I don't think Everton are any in any danger yeah. to go down. But the last thing is like the teams that are down there now, the likes of like Villa and Norwich, they'd actually take a relegation because mm. I think they're kind of in more for the parachute payments and then just come back up then with like an extra bit of squad squad depth. Uh, so yeah, it was a fun game. Um, just just calamitous defending as well from West Ham. Like yeah, you really think we've. With Moisey there now, you'd be able to like fucking have some sort of discipline, but it's just not clicking. Like that's no, not, not there. Yeah, and I think it's it's the real you know silk can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, he's got a fucking terrible defense. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jackie just got booked. Shot. Only the not even the ninth minute. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. No, it's not his best record this season. In fairness, no. no. But uh, in any case, yeah. There's. Yeah. there's yeah, West Ham really, really are in serious issues. Yeah. And uh, their run of form, run of fixtures up till the end of the season isn't the best. No, it's not. It's I think they've got Man City and Liverpool in the same week next week. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Um, Yep. You wanted to talk about uh, Liverpool versus Southampton. I did, because I watched this, and Liverpool won 4-0. Yes. Despite being absolute gash. They were terrible. <laughs> they were terrible in the first half. They were so bad. Yeah. Southampton were <clears throat> on top of possession wise, mm. shots wise, just looked like they were the ones at the top of the league. Mm. And then the second half, like Salah scored twice, and it was like, "Oh, all hail the king!" But mm. like, oh, like it was so 
there were four chances, four goals. Fucking looks so much worse than it should have been for Southampton. Mm. Yeah, the goal the goal line was certainly flattering in that sense because I think I remember Danny Ings having like two like chances that any other team he would have buried them straight away and just like would have ate like oh, a fucking... Funny enough, like up until now he's actually been burying them at Southampton. Yeah. So it's not even, oh, Danny Ings at any other team. Danny Ings at Southampton should have buried them. No, like, but I don't understand like, if, he was, if he was against any other team, he mm. should have... Yeah. I don't know what it was like. Now, granted, I think Allison had a very, fairly decent game in that mm. one because he has been saving our bacon a good bit in the last few weeks. Holy like, shit. Actually, that, like, against Norwich? Norwich, Norwich, yeah. 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 Holy shit. That's yeah, bacon saving right there. Oh yeah, the, the the one that came to mind was the uh, was when Pookie was like broke yeah. the offside trap, and like he got the touch on, and all he did was like just sweep it, just like slap yeah. it away yeah. from Pookie's foot, like fucking crazy. But I didn't realize it's like that shows actually a real lack of kind of confidence that Pookie had the whole goal open and decides to pass the ball. Yeah, to a player that's only two yards away from him, two mm. or three yards away from him. It's like take the fucking shot. You've got a fucking. You've got the full goal there. Allison's not that fucking big. Well, that says that says more about um, Norwich. Well, it says more about Norwich yeah, because no, they no, put absolutely. all their eggs yeah. in that basket and it hasn't paid off. Like, but yeah, no, I, I kind of agree somewhat with the Southampton game. I'd say like a, a more reasonable like scoring would have been like a two-one or a three-one. They did kind of collapse a little bit in the second half, but that was just because they were putting us under so much pressure in the first. Like we had just like our our, our outfit was obviously trying to soak up pressure and then come in come back in the second half. I don't think which that is was kind of what we've been doing. No, it's, I think it was just like your players were tired and then Klopp mm. just threatened to eat them, with their newborns, and then said they kind of were like, "Oh shit, we better do this." Because yeah. he'll fucking do it. Yeah, like they're. It just shows that Liverpool at this moment of time are twenty five points clear in the league. Yeah. But that just shows how terrible the league is because mm. they had this flattering scoreline of four 0 and they did absolutely did not deserve it. And I know you're a Liverpool fan. You're yeah, yeah. like, oh yeah, but uh, no, it was gash. It was no, no. I shot. agree with you. I agree with you. Like we should have been put to the sword in the first half. But as I said, like we were we were still in the game at that point, so we just put them to bed. <laughs> yeah. You know. But like, that is when you do have like that. That's what's been the kind of the switch that we're not expending so much energy. Doing all that sort of stuff, we're happy, we're more comfortable in soaking up the pressure. It makes us look worse than we actually are sometimes. But in that case with Southampton, we were very much under the cosh. Oh, and even with Shane Long, like Shane Long had a fucking great chance and he missed it as yeah. well. Completely yeah. air kicked it. Like, yeah. although in all fairness, like with, if there's one one person on the opposition team you want the ball to fall to mm. in a favorable circumstance. He fell over it's, it's, his own fucking leg. No, he was leaning on Urzel and Urzel went for the ball and then he fell over because Urzel wasn't there anymore <laughs> and the ref gave him the fucking free kick. I was like, what? He's not acting like his fucking third leg ref. He's not there to prop him up. That's not rules of the game. <laughs> you fucking arsehole. Anyway, uh, so my game I was going to talk about this weekend was probably the funniest one this season, I'd say. Spurs 2, Man City 0. This was peak Mourinho trolling yeah. at its finest. <laughs> Like they had done absolutely. Man City had like eighty percent possession, tons of chances at the at the ball. They had a penalty that was given by VAR and was missed. <laughs> like literally everything had conspired against them for them to not score. In fact, it was such a bad game. I'm fairly sure Jose like tipped off UEFA after the game, going like, <laughs> "I got their bank details." Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but it was fucking great. Like it was so funny because. You you could see it coming a mile off after once it was nil at half time. You know, like this is this is Mourinho doing the shit house again, isn't he? Oh, save deflected shot. Deflected shot. Oh, yeah. and yet another deflected goal. Yeah, 
But uh, it was Pete Mourinho. Like he had, he was obviously had designed for this. Oh, to happen. Fuck you, <laughs> oh dear, was it Mustafi? Mustafi. No, Sabayas uh, and Clark. Yeah, Oof. nice one. But uh, you can see it kind of like once it got to the like the sixty minute mark, and then City went down to ten men, yeah. as I recall. Uh, it was just it was inevitable. Like it was just happening. Uh, Bergwijn made his debut mm-hmm. and he scored a fucking peach of a goal. He actually looks like a, such a good dead set in that team already. Yeah. Because he's just playing the opposite side. That was of, a fucking screamer he went Yeah, good yeah. goal. Yeah, great goal. Like he is just doing the exact same job that Son is, just on the right flank. But the weird thing about the Spurs team is they have they play more up front, but it is solely the counter attack. Like it's pure yeah. pace up front. It's not a good fit because Mora doesn't play centrally, and you can tell he doesn't because he still wants to drift in and out. So when someone's like trying to be on the break, no one's there to pick it up. Yeah. But I don't know. Like if people yeah, song play, play, no plays to their greatest strength, which is song. Yeah. And we've said it on this podcast before. Like there is no more of a pu- more purpose built counter attacking player than song. Yeah. He's just I've no idea how he's managed to tailor his game towards the transition break, mm. but he can do it just better than anybody else. He's Get him running with the ball and a loose kind of collection of defenders. Yeah. And he will score. Yeah, he he's just a, does. He's, he's a pure counter attacker. Pure counter attacker. Yeah. He's designed for legs and yes, and he can break legs as well, yeah. which always helps. Always helps. And then really cry to get away, get yeah. away with it. Right? Or not, can, not that type of player, despite the fact that he does those types of things all of the time. But, and he did a little <laughs> kick out. He didn't mean it. He yeah, was just yeah. he's not that type of player. Yeah, he's not that type. Of player. So now we move on then for the music between the interlull. Uh, the winterlull. The winterlull. Neil, have you got this thing? Thank you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the untuned thing. <laughs> well, it, it's untuned because it's a winter law. We don't have to. We're not playing there. It's fine. So this, these, all these games are separated between two weeks, and um, we still have a few that haven't been played yet, thanks to the fixture list and storms. So we'll rattle through as best we can. Uh, Burkbot, yes. you want to talk about our first game on the list, which yes. was Everton versus Palace? Because Everton did a good thing, and they were good, and Calvert Lewin is good. And it was good. See, I can accept you <laughs> criticising Liverpool for being bad sometimes, and I can't accept you criticising praising Everton. Yeah. So you either have to have one or the other here. No, no, no it has to be both. Because no, it's it true. No, it, it was doesn't. good. <laughs> no, I, I refuse it. Well, no, okay. In fairness, whatever Ancelotti has been doing with Richarlison and, and Car- yeah. Calvert Lewin has been brilliant. Coaching them. Yes, but properly <laughs> coach them, show them, them how to attack. Useful things that they can do on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. It's, Giving it's, them tactics to follow, and so they don't run aimlessly mm. and air kick and try and pass it to Walcott, even mm. though he can't score anymore. Uh, but he did. He did. That's the weirdest part as well. No, it's upsetting. Like um, it, it must, something must be happening at everything. Theo Walcott has Theo done something. Theo Walcott is. He's scoring winning goals. Yeah. Winning goals. And actually like playing not getting well. knocked out by a cross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or knocked out by a fucking breeze, let's be fair. This uh, this actually shocked me because I thought... It was Palace. was Palace, yeah. yeah. Uh, Palace have obviously had a bad run of things. Mm. Um, and four, four, wins, four losses on the bounce, yeah. I think. Yeah. And this would have probably been one that maybe two weeks ago or before the winter lull, they would have been like, oh, like this could be a chance. Oh. Sorry, my boy DeAndre made some just had some absolute skillage there. It's DeAndre. Oh, it's Lazaro. Yeah. Oh, looked like DeAndre. <laughs> Racist. It was the dreadlocks. He has the same hair. That's Andre Mariner. He said, "Touch of the Mariners." But yeah, um, Everton have been actually really, really good. And the absurd thing is, like, they are 
if they keep on this vein of form, they are in with a shout for Champions League football, and it's a, that's an absurd thing that to say. Is, like disgusting. After, after how bad they were at the start of the season, but then again, it kind of shows that they weren't actually that bad, and the league is so fucking compact. Like, it's opened up completely. Oh, com- like, compact, yeah, that's a word for that's it. That's a word for it, yes. <laughs> that's a word for it. Compact as opposed to fucking shit. <laughs> Yourselves included in there, in fairness. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. we're fully aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any, Although, any we do have the nicest jerseys, so we win. Yes, um, you, win a, you win a moral victory. We win yeah. fashion least wise. Yes, <laughs> the fashion police will not be knocking on your doors this mm-hmm. evening. Uh, Brighton held Watford to a one-all draw. It was actually quite funny because Watford were a boss in the game and then Mariapa scored a fantastic own goal. Beautiful finish, side foot, bottom corner, yeah, that was lovely. 93rd minute, and Brighton got away with a point. Brighton are kind of in trouble as well, in fairness. Like, they, they are in they're, the scrap. Yeah, they're back in the scrap. They're in the scrap, yeah. Uh, the overlapping centre-backs beat Bournemouth 2-1. Uh, that happened last week as well, I believe. Uh, John Lundstrom, the fantasy uh, football player of the year, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, somehow scored so many goals, even though he's a defender, technically. Um, just good play by Sheffield again. It was a, by all accounts, a very nice game. Uh, Bournemouth could have won it as well. Just didn't happen for them, I'm afraid. Um, so I'm going to talk about Man City West Ham, <laughs> but mostly because of Man City. Yeah. So Neil, you're kind of brief touching upon this in your hand of cut as well, I believe. But I think this is a good time to talk about what happened to Man City over the week. So they didn't get Man to play City West Ham. Yes, they didn't get to play West Ham, which is a shame. Day because of the storm, and then it just so happened that a second storm was brewing in Geneva at the time, and uh, <laughs> they got word of it, and they've been fined thirty million euros and banned from the Champions League for the next two years. Like the thirty million, like that's like changed them. Yeah. So like that's they, not. They a big... really do actually lose that type of money down the back of the couch. They actually lost it on Eloquent Mangala. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, Technically there, speaking, there is that, there is the that meme of you know the Arab Sheik with the falcon on his on his hands yeah. and he's chatting away and they're all laughing to everybody like a load of other ones mm. and the caption on it is that's so why I said do you accept cash? <laughs> <laughs> so so, uh, yeah. so what are your thoughts on the ban? Just it's, a surf? It, no, it's, it's, no it's definitely just a surf. The reason why UEFA and Cass are going to be my cards um, is one it's fucking years too late. Mm. Um, again you might take this as a bit of Arsenal bias, but Wenger had been saying this back as far as 2011, mm. July 2011, when, when City started all this shit. He was like, you wait, you need to look into this. Yeah. And funnily enough, the period that they're getting punished for mm. was 2012 to 2016. Yeah. So, um... But even that, you know, but, but that wasn't even off their own gumption. That was off their Spiegel and their leaks. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So because a whistleblower had actually gone in and actively mm. said, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, and made such a big deal of it, and German press caught wind of it and wouldn't stop talking about it. Yeah. That's when that's when they started taking action. So it says so much about UEFA that they had to be shoved into this investigation rather than actually yeah. doing it on their own yeah. impetus. On their own merits, yeah. Um, and then the, the thing is, they're getting in trouble because they refuse to cooperate with the investigation. They're mm-hmm. not actually getting into trouble for... They're not showing the their measures. No. Yeah, but they're not actually getting into trouble for what the investigation could unfollow. Like, un, like unfold, what unfold, unfold, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, they're just because they're refusing. To, so, like, they could just keep this going and, in the meantime, still buy in X amount of players. I know they don't have Europe, but they're going to appeal that. Well, they are, they are appealing they are, They've already appealed it. In fact, they've already appealed it. <coughs> and then they, <laughs> they sent eight lawyers to the UEFA's two to the Court of Arbitration, the CAS. Mm. Um, and they've actually referenced it as CAS 2. 
So they'd always known that like they were they were yeah. gonna get hit with this fine and a ban. Mm. Um, so that's why they, that was feasibly everything up until now has been cast one. Yes. And now it's cast two, and it's gonna be all out war, and they're gonna drag it on for as long as they possibly can. Mm. It's not gonna work. Um, cast will collapse under the sheer financial weight that they're gonna throw at it. The band's gonna get overturned. They're gonna get a bit of a heavier fine. And um, they'll pay d- that off in, like no water. It'll pay it off. They'll pay that off. Funnily enough, they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll pay it off. It won't show up in their fucking financial accounts, which should count towards the, the financial fair play. So they'll actually skirt financial fair play by they'll skirt financial doping by just more but more, more doping, fin- yeah. more financial doping. We can fix this money. It's like somebody getting it's like money. somebody getting away with you know importing three kilos of heroin by importing ten kilos of heroin. Yeah, or a, ten, or a kilo of tramadol. Yeah. yeah. And, and giving one kilo to the judge. Yeah. All they'll do is they'll, they'll just pay it off. Hmm. That's why UEFA and the cast are going to be my card. They're fucking, what, nine years too late. Yeah. Uh, it's too, yeah, they're too late, too soon, and it's too little. Yeah. And also, it's not going to work. It won't stick. So well, city, this is it. will see to it. Well, this is it, because as the state of play at the moment is that because they'll be banned... For next, if the are if the band does hold, I sincerely hope it does. I, I see. I hope it does because oh, no, I, I hope it does because like, it would yeah. stop a lot of the bullshit that's happening with all the big clubs around the, around the world, like the PSGs of the world, yeah. like the I, actually to be fair, PSG is actually about the greatest defender at the moment. And um, a lot of them, like even if you look at the Real Madrid and Barca's, they're starting to slow down a little bit on the weight of that, like the juggernaut they've had. Bayern Munich, perhaps you might argue, but they actually are quite honest with what they do. They just they just acquire talent from everywhere else. They don't like it's all above board, quite quite sheepishly. Like, yeah. But at the at the moment, well, Barcelona Barcelona have issues. But yeah, they're slowing down, but for an entirely different set. Yeah, it's, like it's 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 only Messi and money that are keeping them afloat. Right exactly, now. it's a, it's an inertia that's suffering them rather than yeah. like getting a big like money dope up the arse. Like, yeah. but at the the current state of play is that with Man City banned. Uh, it looks like fifth place will be a Champions League spot next season mm-hmm. because Man City will obviously be in second yeah. or third or whatever. Uh, so that kind of blows everything wide open in terms of like you guys and the likes of Sheffield United and Spurs are now formally in a Champions League race. Yeah. Like I can get the table up and you're looking at maybe seven teams now in play for Champions League football. Yeah. And, and those same seven now in the play for Europe, Europa League football. And let's face it, Man City's going to beat Villa in the Carabao Cup final. So that spot's going to be free for seventh place. So it's all going to yeah, struggle like, down. Yeah. So that's the way it's going to go. And further on, would you? do you guys believe that if this band does hold... That's, I don't believe it will hold, but yeah, if. If. That's, is this the end of the Guardiola project of Man City? Would he, would he hold out the two years without Champions League football? Particularly if he does or does not win the Champions League. I can't see him saying if he doesn't have the funding to help him. Mm. No. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Yeah. I, I reckon he'll he'll feck off. Um, Barcelona in dire straits. I know they've just signed Etienne mm. or Setienne. Setienne. Yes. Um, I know they've just signed him, but they're in dire straits. There's a good load of teams that are willing to give Guardiola the financial doping that he so craves and yeah. so wants. A lot of people um, have been saying. Oh, to be honest with yeah. you, I wouldn't support. Having said that, it wouldn't surprise me if he did stay. You know, I mean, mm. like he gets like an unbel- ungodly amount of money at City, and you know, it is only two years. So I'm like, there's two years where he could be at Juventus winning two Champions Leagues. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. No, 
Well, like I said, that's the... Uh, Juve, Juve, Juve are also on the cusp of financial fair play as well. Yeah. You're not going to pay him. What? He gets something like fucking, what, 20-something million at City? Yeah. A year? They're not going to pay that for him. Fuck that. Hmm. No, they're not. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, the rest of the games this weekend, weekends if you like, was a nil-all win on the Friday night football between Wolves and Leicester. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Var Wars. I didn't remember that yeah, Wars for Wolves, red card for Leicester, Hamza Chowdhury again trying to learn what tackling is and just not quite landing it. Well, no, he's that's always been his uh, yeah. thing. He's been, he, he is quite a filthy player. Yeah, but he he's is an immensely filthy player. It took me takes from his under 21s mm. when he would routinely break up players, often literally. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, he's just he's he's a player who just. Is an immensely filthy tackler, but like, he has got he has got great character, which is why. And apparently, he's in the team. yeah, apparently he's not that type of player. Not that type of player. Despite the fact that he always does this. Yes. And quite literally, always does this. Not even in this age fucking bracket. Yeah. He's took, been doing. It this. took a month and a half for Salah to recover from his fucking ankle. Yeah. 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 So like. Yeah. So. Not that type of player. Not that type of player though. No. no. Salt of the earth, you know. Yeah. Never even done a war. <laughs> uh, so Hampton, on the other hand, they lost two one to Burnley. Uh, have you guys seen the first goal of this game? No. Right, Ashley Westwood, right, scored directly from a corner. The ball bounces. The ball oh, bounces. Storm Dennis assisted this. Yeah. Yes, so yeah. it goes in, it loops in, ball bounces in front of Danny Ings. He hears a shout to leave it, but the goalkeeper didn't shout for it. So the goalkeeper's there in the, like, just like waiting for Ings to clear the ball. So Ings doesn't clear. Ings makes way for the ball, right, and the ball just trickles past uh, McCarthy, mm-hmm. and everyone's just going, like, oh! That's a goal. <laughs> Even the comedy is going like, "Oh, that was a <laughs> that, that's, that's a goal." It's like, it's like when a, a goal free from kick Burnley. Is, it's like when a free kick is whipped in and nobody goes near it and it goes in and everybody's like, "The fucking you been what doing this? <laughs> Somebody play the ball." <laughs> and the guys like twenty minutes later, like Ingsy just like hammered the ball in with such fucking venom. You could tell like it was just that was like an angry goal. Yeah. He scored. It was like fucking <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then Matthew Vidra. Ever heard of him, lads? Yeah. Yeah. Scored his first goal for the first time since Yay. 2015. Fucking hell. First yeah. Premier League goal, my dad. I'd love to see it. Yeah. It was actually a peach of a goal because he basically got the ball, turned up, turned around two Southampton defenders and just buried it first time. Great goal. And a much needed win for Burnley because they're pretty much out of pressure, really, in the yeah. relegation spot. Sean Deitch does it again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Norwich uh, versus Liverpool was a very even game by all accounts but we uh, beat them 1-0 apparently Alisson keeping you in that I didn't get to see that but just from the reports oh, P- Pookie's like Pookie's clean on through full yeah. on through there are, there are Liverpool players running behind him but there's nowhere near he's got enough time to set himself go mm. right and just bend it round Alisson yeah. who's approaching who's closing down the distance he instead decides to wait until Alisson's on him yeah. and tries to pass the ball to Buendia to Bendia, who's running through? Who, I think the thing is that the I think the the thinking behind it is that he would pass the ball and Bendia just run yeah. and have a f- completely wide open goal. Yeah. But instead, he passes the ball, managed to hit it somewhat forward. I mean, technically, Bendia is actually offside. Yeah, he was um, offside. Yeah, <laughs> it, it wouldn't have counted if it scored. It wouldn't yeah. have counted. Technically, Bendia is offside. Yeah. Uh, but puts the ball close enough that let that not Alisson. Alisson can actually just go in and just. Swap he just the ball. he just backhands the so, ball away. It was just like, it was quite a suave. It set, was quite yeah. no, it was brilliant. But like he should not have been allowed to do it. Yeah, in should, absolutely should. A striker with even a modicum of confidence. Mm. Cruel had a great game as well because yeah. there was a there was a section of play where Salah had like a proper fizz and shot on goal, yeah. and Cruel just somehow saves it. I've no idea how he did it. Just like it was that kind of like alerts like yeah. reaction save. And then Firmino tried to follow it up and just Cruel just like just buried it with his fucking stomach as well. Like yeah. 
So it was a very even game by all accounts, and they kept us out until the 77th minute. Mm-hmm. And we had to bring on Mane, who was just back from injury. We had played uh, Keita. And he scored, yeah. Was Mane he played, scored, he played yeah. yeah. We played Keita up in his position with Ox in the midfield, and he kept rotating around. Yeah. So it was actually it was a fairly like close game, because Norwich were fucking... They, they are a good team. They're just unlucky. It's probably the wrong... The no, there's, no cutting, there's no real cutting edge. Now yeah. that Pookie's gone off the boil, like... They've, they've, there's no there's no edge and they've no teeth yeah exactly without, without Pookie scoring oh, for fuck's sake <sighs> Kieran Clark beating yeah. about me put him, put him on the pressure lads it's very obvious he was going to do that oh, fuck <laughs> off <laughs> so um, the games has happened today fucking frog face <laughs> that's Miguel Almiron to you initiated uh, he, does, he does look like a frog in fairness but um, so legit nothing wrong oh, he got the ball sake. He loves being fouled, Almiron, I must say. He loves, uh, loves going down. Like, the Newcastle team now have been hitting the deck, like, fucking properly. Mm. So, uh, there's only games then, that's one is happening right now, which is Arsenal-Newcastle. Neil, I have you down for this. But, I uh, do, yes. Um, half Newcastle, an hour gone, how Newcastle, are we Newcastle are all over us, uh, but haven't really been able to get much on anything. Yeah, they have all their runners on. They've all, yeah, they've basically just gone for all-out run at Arsenal. Um, Ooh, Danny Rose is in here. Uh, yeah. Oh, Teddy Rose. Oh, oh, good ball. Oh, yeah. But uh, Rose has had the much had the better of Mustafi. Yeah. Uh, over the course of this game, and I, I look forward to the the time when I never see Mustafi in an Arsenal shirt ever again. Right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Well, he signs his new contracts. Yeah. <laughs> if, if he does, now I'm serious. Like, I, I'm, I'm I can't understand. I can't figure out which way the wind is going in this game because I don't like, think the players oh. can either. Yeah, oh, because every time the ball. Oh, 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 nice pass. Nice. Aubameyang's in. Oh! Thought that was going to squirm through. I yeah. look like that as well. Can look pop? at this for Ozil's touch? Oh, look. Oh! That's, oh. That shades of Berkham. Oh. That shades of Berkham. That shades of Berkham. So, oh, yeah. Oh, filth. Too bad that the finish wasn't more shades of Henri. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, the other uh, Sunday game that's been happened has been the three-two win for Spurs against Villa. Spurs yeah. won. This in was the a, last that was actually, the game. Funny enough, that was a game pure. That was a game of redemption. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, Aubameyang. That's Pepe. Right. Oh, so it was Pepe. Foot. Yeah, it was oh, Pepe. I yeah, it was fourteen on his back. Oh, it is no what? nineteen. Nineteen. Yes, shit. Sorry. Catch yourself on there. So that a game standard of resolution. I, I've been spoiled by ten eighty p. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was a game of redemption because the first goal was an all-the-world OG yep. where he perfectly slots the ball into his own net. Although, in all fairness, like, Samata is right on him. Mm-hmm. And had he not put it into his net, Samata definitely was going to put it into his net. Yep. But, um, nah, he sh- should have just hit it up. Uh, and then the equaliser was scored by all-the-world. Yes. <laughs> and then, is it Engels? Engels Eng- uh, got the 2-1, yeah. Yeah, Engels... Gave away the penalty yeah. that Spurs scored, and then scored the equaliser. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah. yeah. So, so a lot of redemption. And, and, and the guy, the thing was was a son that missed the penalty. Yeah, son missed the penalty. Penalty then, saved it, and then he scored the winner. Then then he scored the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Cross well, Ozil is on point. Yeah, Ozil does seem to be on it because Newcastle are sitting quite far back, so they're not marking them. Yeah. And they're basically giving him the ball. Um, oh, which, oh, oh nice. a little bit of play here. Gonna whip it in. Oh, oh Jesus! How did he manage to find him? 
Okay. The yeah. lads here call for it and then just fucking hit it. <laughs> so, sake. the last game of this match day, that's it to happen as of Fair time. Fair to for controlling Ooh, that ball. Yeah. That ball was fired at him at the speed of light. So, I have no idea how he managed to control that without actually being... I think he knocked himself out for yeah, a second. he blasted into the nth dimension. Ah, come on, lads. Ah, uh, no. uh, yeah. Didn't happen. Hit it! Bang! Oh, you fucking arse bang. Oh, oh, oh! This Mark? all means nothing to our listeners. Just want to. Ah, if Martinelli was in there, he would have scored. Yeah, yeah. Martinelli not actually. Funny enough, Nelson. No, in is playing. In starting for us today, mm. which is actually a big fucking a big call. Yeah, big call, big talking point. Um, actually, it says more about Lacazette, I'd say, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, no, no, like to, I think La- Lacazette's confidence is completely shot, and I think Arteta's hit the point <gasps> where. Oh, 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 why did you continue your run? Come on. Okay. I think Arteta's hit the point with Lacazette that playing him isn't going to restore his confidence. So mm. he's just going to give him some time off. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, so th- that's that, that. I think that's where we're at now hmm. with, um, with Lacazette. Yeah, so our last uh, game of the match day is, uh, what's up currently advertised on screen, is Chelsea versus Man United. So by the time this goes out, the match has either happened or is happening. So will we just pretend that we know what's happened? Chelsea or? should win, but... They've been literally the marker of inconsistency, if that is even a term. Yeah. Um, Manchester United should not win, mm-hmm. but like when you see some of their results over the course of the season, like they're the only team to take points off Liverpool. Yeah, indeed. And um, they bet Chelsea four 0 in the reverse fixture. It was the first game of the season. Exactly. Yeah, the first game of the season. They absolutely whomped them four 0 in another game. By the way, that. Wow, was that a flattering scoreline? Yes. Yeah. Chelsea absolutely mauled them to an inch of their life. Mm. They Could actually, be the same thing. They literally did to them what the bear from the Revenant did to Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. <laughs> Only in this version, DiCaprio manages to actually cut the bear's head off and mount it on his wall. Go on, Saka. I think the bear was more loving, I think it's fair to say. This is true, yes. yes. Um, so yes, that's uh, Match Day 26. League table looks like this quickly. Uh, Norwich... <laughs> Norwich are rock bottom, 18 points, 6 away from West Ham and Watford, who are separated by goal difference. Aston Villa are now 1 uh, point ahead of the drop zone, ahead of Brighton, who are another point clear, and Brighton, who are another point clear. <laughs> and then 14 to Crystal Palace, who have really dropped down the league as of late. They're on 30 points. Dare I say, in the relegation battle... Who no, knows? No. I, All the teams underneath them are like really bad. Some from Brighton. Oh, oh, Jesus. Says, yeah. What a save. A yeah. one assist that would have been from Ozil. Fuck me, yeah. He That's just, the eyes of Ozil are back. He absolutely snakes that in. Look. Ah, uh, yeah. Very oh, nice. That's very nice, very nice. Uh, Katia needed to get a bit more whip on that. Mm. I don't know what. I think, are they playing against the wind? Are Arsenal against the wind in this half? There's a lot of things against Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, fairness, not just, yeah. it's not just nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... We've maybe got, their own nature, like human nature, <laughs> but actual mother nature, maybe, yeah. Yeah. So, dare I say, here's the battle for, um, well, actually, not quite a battle. Uh, it, it, we have three teams on 31 points. Arsenal, Newcastle, Southampton, all separate on goal oh, difference. Yeah. Burnley are in the top 10. They're on 34 points. And dare I say, in the battle for Europa League football, because they're on 34. Man United yet to play on 35. You've got Everton and Wolves on 36. Sheffield United... Great, delicious Sheffield United on 39 points. Sixth place. Could be guaranteed Europa League football with that. Spurs now up to fifth for 40. Chelsea on 41, depending on how their game goes against United. Leicester, fairly safe with 50. 
and Man City 51. Ourselves, Liverpool on 76. And according to the maths, five more wins and we are Premier League champions. You're already guaranteed a Champions League football. Yes, we've secured Champions League football today. It's in February. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is the way it's gone. So, uh, with that in mind, we're going to quick, quickly check in with VAR Wars. Pew, 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 pew. Shockingly, would you believe Match Day 24 had no VAR at whatsoever? What? Nothing at all. And I think that's the only the first or second week that's happened this season. Oh, for fuck's sake, Abayan, give him a chance. Um, in terms of Match Day... <laughs> in terms of Match Day 24... It's going to be a lot of it. It's going to be a lot of that, yeah. <laughs> in Match Day 25, would you believe, another stat attack for you, uh, no goals disallowed. Ooh. Only goals given in Match Day oh. 25, yeah. The Glenn Murray goal was checked for handball after being initially disallowed. That was in the Brighton West Ham game. It should have been disallowed. He did handle the ball. Well, it wasn't intentional, apparently. The fuck intentional? Uh, like, what footballer intentionally handles the ball? They all know uh, it's like. Oh, yeah. Best lead. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. If you're playing against uh, Luis Suarez, yeah. he thinks, yeah, he, he's like, no, no, you handle the ball. Yeah, Luis, he's the goalkeeper. No, I'm, I'm, I'm goalkeeper now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I am goalkeeper. No, no, I've changed the rules. They can't do that no more. No. <laughs> Just stamp this. I'm sweeper keeper. <laughs> I do what the fuck I want. Last man back, last man back. <laughs> yeah. You do okay. that in the Premier League, yeah? Oh, yeah. You do that in the league, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well. They do that when Barca say they do. Much yeah, the same yeah. way Barca can just basically go, oh, can we sign players? Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? If you give us 20 million euros sign, done. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the amount to be wired straight to Seth Blatter's bank account. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Uh, Crystal Palace, uh, they got a point as well because Joel Ward's red card was rescinded, given the yellow card because it wasn't seen as a as a dangerous challenge. They used the pitch line monitor for that for that one actually, lads. Oh. Believe, yeah, second time this season. Uh, and then a, oh my god! And then a point for Man City. Uh, that was the penalty that was given after the VAR reviewed Serge Aurier's challenge. This is bollocks, by the way, because it took him about three minutes to actually look back at it. Yeah. So the play had gone on, and then for Mike D. Yeah. Mike D. just going like Mike. penalty, fine, and they gave it. So it's a point to Man City on that one. Uh, so far, only two VAR um, interactions this weekend. Which is a minus one to Wolves. That was the Bolly goal disallowed as a for a marginal offside. They did oh, like a little. Was like, it was harsh. Yeah. They, did, they did like a little switch around in the corner. So when they, they played the corner short and then they played it like a one-two, yeah. but the guy's like elbow was offside as he was doing the one-two. So it was disallowed after that. So stupid. That's yeah. Oh, hang on. Louise is probably gonna spank this. Yeah, uh, but I think the wind is gonna take it. It's difficult to tell with his hair. Pepe. Oh. No, just over. Just Could, over. Keep getting a touch of that? It I looked... don't think so. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I had to get his fingertips for that. Not quite on target, but he had to cover anyway. <laughs> uh, the other only point uh, given this weekend so far yeah, is yeah. Spurs. They have uh, VAR approved the uh, foul from Bergvine mm-hmm. that gave uh, Spurs their penalty. They eventually missed it, but yeah. Son rescored the uh, the rebound, so it was all the one. And obviously, <gasps> go for it. Oh. oh, you like, fucking cabbage! Else. Oh, hey! <laughs> the goalkeeper was four miles away. Oh my god! All he had to do was just hit the fucking. How can he not kick a ball? He's a footballer. 
So like, all you do, pal. You could, I think you're forgetting that it's Mustafi. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. He does his underwear. <laughs> That's what he does. So, there's not been major change to the Var Wars table. Man United are still eaten by four. Ah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's a, that has ah, to be ref, a foul. you're joking. That has to be a foul. No, it's you know, Castle play on. It's a very much to the back of his legs. You're not allowed to do that. Fucking hell. So, yeah. We have three losers of uh, Var Wars at the moment, which is uh, Man's, with Liverpool. Excuse ah, me. Ah, I can go down to that maximum, you fucking cunt. <laughs> so we have three losers, which are Liverpool, Sheffield United and Wolves, all on minus three. Would you like to hear about the latest sacking? Oh, what a ball! Oh, oh, hang on, never mind. Uh, Nemo is fucking on. Ah, ah, come on. Just as you say that. That's what happens when yeah, you jinx that, it. That's, that's fair. Yeah, that, no, that was fair. Yeah. yeah. But when you got cleared out from the back earlier on... Was yeah, that was not fair. No. Fucking shit, though. <laughs> so, yeah, who got sat there, Jonathan? Well, checking in with the P45 crew. Um, So there's been no major ones. These are all from League 1 and League 2. So Boring. Strap yourselves in. Uh, Cambridge United, their manager Colin Calderwood got sacked after a run of one win in 10 league games with a second consecutive 4-0 home defeat. Well Last one was in charge was uh, Salford City. So ah. they get a point. Um, on, on the same day, uh, Scunthorpe sacked uh, manager Paul Hurst after eight months in charge. His last game was a 3-0 loss to Northampton Town. So they get a point. And just this week, Simon Grayson got sacked from Blackpool after only one game in a, one win in eleven games. <laughs> I was like, well, after one game. After one game, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? No, Blackburn Rovers. Sorry, <laughs> no. Um, the last game it was a three-two home loss to Gillingham, so they all get points. But uh, oh, we for fuck, yeah. We still have three leaders, which are Bristol City, Southampton, and Tranmere Rovers. Boom. So, fuck sake. <laughs> With that in mind, lads, it's time for the hand of cards. This fella Ronaldo is a cop. I don't care what he's got. I thought he, yeah. he was fucking dreadful. Lord Nibble, he's a guy who ran away and left his life for a young one. Alright, so I I see some very interesting choices on my list here. Yeah. Uh, first I'm going to give to is Bert Bob because yeah. I feel like you need to explain yourself here. Why have you picked Liverpool as your cod? I get the feeling I know why though. Okay. Well, um, because they're making their women's team play in a bog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're building a 15 million uh, new training ground or 50 million new training we ground. Have a, wow. We have a 50 million, we have a brand new training complex going in that's... Uh, the upgrade of the youth system in Kirkby that's where the first team is going and then we're switching the youth team back to where they are now 
So we're basically doing we're redoing the youth complex complex and making that the first team complex and then putting the youth team back to where you were. Yeah, well the women don't get access to either of them. No, they don't, <laughs> which is a shame. Um like and it's just it is that is purely why they're my cods. I was reading about all the money that's been put into the first team mm. men's um, considering they won the league, the FAWSL, five years ago, and they are now very valiantly battling the relegation zone. Yeah, they've been doing really well. But I genuinely think they would not be in the relegation zone if they'd been playing on a pitch that was like actually decent. Yeah, it, it, a pitch that's park. actually a pitch. Yeah, yeah that is made of grass and mm. not muck. Yeah. Or, you know, swamp. Yeah, they don't have to run around the With bog weddings. men. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the problem. Yeah, I, I am. I'm completely. Isn't, what's the pit? Isn't the pitch that they're turning the pitch they play on? Isn't that like on the Welsh border? Yeah, literally halfway through the pitch now on Chester's pitch is yeah. in Wales. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they literally need to play half the game with the fucking in a different Wales. country. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm in complete agreement with you, with you there. By the way, because um, it's like twenty six miles for Batfield. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, 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 where they're playing now is Prenton Park, which is the home of Tranmere Rovers, yeah. League Two side. So they have a that pitch gets forty six games, well twenty three games for Tranmere Rovers. That's also the pitch where the Liverpool under eighteens, twenty one, and the reserves play. Yeah. So maybe jiggy up maybe thirty more games on top of that. Then the women's games on top of that another fifteen games. It's like that pitch is fucking terrible. It looks, it looks like it's been rotated. It's a run of it, and it's that. But he Tranmere. This is fucking Tranmere like, season uh, as well. JCB has gone in and yeah. done donuts. Yeah, yeah. No, it looks horrible. And the problem is, like, it, it's fucking Tranmere season now as well because they're fighting relegation in League One, and their pitch is so bad that they can barely play on it. Like, so it's a completely like it's a players, mess. Liverpool's best players are counter attackers like Babajide yes. for the women's team. She is like um, Watford's Traore. Yeah, uh, Wolves try all right. So close, Snake. so close. There's a oh, one in two that chance. That was a genuine fifty-fifty <laughs> chance. Embarrassing. Delete your account. Um, he, like literally, she gets the ball and just runs and yeah. does like what we'd hope Pepe would do, but yeah. it doesn't. Um, but literally, the ball would come to her mm. and she would be stuck in the mud. But the other thing is, since we moved to Chester, you can see the difference in how he yeah, played as we well. Yeah, we played Liverpool the other day, and it was a genuinely good battle between yeah. the two teams. They, granted, Arsenal were making kind of stupid mistakes, and we've got a very, very, very depleted squad mm. with uh, our bench of four players, yeah. including the only professional player on the bench uh, at full time was our keeper, our second keeper, who has mm. a hip injury. Um, Jennifer Beatty has just come back. They've rushed her back from injury um, to come on for a midfielder. Yeah. Um, and there are another three were our academy girls who were literally there just as bench sitters. Yeah. Because um, I don't even know if they've got their <laughs> been cleared to play. Are they actually time. allowed in the building? Yeah. Are they, are they actually over 16? Can they join the team? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a bench of players that we will be fined if we use. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, but you know Liverpool I feel extremely sorry I don't support Liverpool mm. but as a f- supporter of women's football to see the state that they've been put in and was it Peter Wood is that his name Peter Hill Wood no he was the Arsenal guy yeah who's the the, the the main guy at Liverpool Peter Moore yeah yeah he basically said like oh uh, they were like well look at all the investment that's going into the first team and the underage squad and you've mm. got the likes of your academy guys actually come and go and don't forget we have a stadium expansion plan for Anfield as well which will bring it to 60,000 so that's a big that's another 50 million that we're spending on the men's team too 
and nothing is going to the women's. Yeah. And Vicky Jepson should be given a knighthood for what she's doing. She is, team. yeah. From for the stuff that she's given, she is doing fantastic work. Like she's, she now realized she's acknowledged the fact that the team are lacking are lacking in star quality, if you want to call it that. Babajibe is our main star. I can guarantee. I can say that. Fernes has been a good turn for us as well. It's been a really good sign yeah, for she's us. She's signing in January. That's yeah. Kind of lifted years a good bit big time like she was she was always missing on our women's team overall was this number 10 that could actually just she not only just plays in the pocket but she does that kind of job where she's able to link up with a striker you know yeah. so and because the strikers are quite poor overall like Stephen Kirk has just been no, dreadful yeah and, but again it's the same thing we put all the eggs in that basket and hoping like, that she's well, doing jobs that, like she like if she had a decent pitch where the ball didn't mm. get stuck in the mud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I I genuinely think playing at Tranmere and playing at Brenton Park yeah. has completely disrupted the season. I agree, yeah. I, I completely agree. Like, looking at the squad at the start of the year, uh, in pre-season, I kind of went, ooh, that's a bit dodged, like, mm. some, of the, some of the results that were coming through. But I thought you'd be mid-table. There are teams that are worse than you in the league on paper, and they're doing a lot better. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Pitches that are made yeah. of grass. Now that being said, I think there is a bit of a a, a break coming because the Nike deal um, will. There's a lot of money coming into Liverpool, and I would say I'm hoping because Nike will be pushing for the women's team to get a lot of uh, push as well because that's one of the markets they want. So I can see Nike make being very equal with the money being distributed. You know, I I, I don't. I, I I don't know. I've heard I've heard rumblings that it's, it's one of their priorities. I don't know if it'll come out. I don't know if it's like just like a, a good like little PR thing to say. We'll see. I, again, I, the jury's out on that in, in a sense. But there, I know there is an arse lot of money coming in from the Nike. Oh team. no, there is definitely. And it has to go so, In a way, it has to go somewhere. So even if you're cynical about it, you say, "Oh, give it to the women's team." If you wanted to be cynical about it, but I don't think so. It, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that's that. why Liverpool are my cause yeah. because, you know. They are just ignoring their extremely talented professional playing women. Yeah, I agree. Completely. Uh, Neil, you we mentioned already your call is UEFA and Cass. Yeah, Have you absolutely. More to add? Um, basically, just fucking they've shown up to the party too late, hmm. um, and they've drank all the beer, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not basically. <laughs> they're drinking the King's Cup at this. Yeah, stage. They're, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Chalice. It's ridiculous. They're so late with sanctioning of so you've been basically operating with impunity mm. um for so many years yeah um also the the i've heard comments that this would set precedence that uefa will do this more often they fucking won't well they will um, no, no they, they won't they, they, no I'll why because they will to smaller clubs because i've just noticed that like sheffield wednesday for example yeah bury are being wrapped up as well now bury bury are gone yeah. macclesfield's gone <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. they're still well. They're still playing, but they're still, they're gone effectively. But the likes of Sheffield Wednesday, for example, who have admittedly overspent, but because the the goalposts are tighter for them in the championship, mm-hmm. you know, like they they have notions. They want to try and be a Premier League team because they're they're a well known club. Like it's the Sheffield Wednesday for fuck's sake, and they're going like oh, we have to spend money to make money, and you can kind of see their argument in the championship, but. In that way, then, when they do get crushed, crucified, then it is so much harder then for them to get out. Look at look at what happened to QPR yeah, exactly. when their cha- ownership changed. Like they have been in the mire since, mm-hmm. you know, and they're punching well above their weight yeah, considering the team they the, have. The problem with UEFA is that like doing it to smaller clubs doesn't really help. No, you have to do it to the big ones. Yeah, exactly. And now the fact that like their Spiegel kind they of they they were pushed into the, the their Spiegel yeah. forced their hand by going, "We have done your job for you. Yeah. You have to do this." Yeah. Um. 
City are just like but in the end like it's not going to stick none of it's going to stick you wait for LA to the party mm. they were forced into this this is something that they don't want to do yeah um, they really clearly don't so they put up this judgement which I, I guarantee it is so full of holes mm. that the absolute mm. rake load of money that City will throw at this yeah um, will just it'll go to Cass and Cass will overturn it Cass will basically go here's the fine they'll up the fine which City they'll, 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 yeah. they'll go you pay more money you don't get the Champions League ban and City will go that's fine hmm. because uh, like, they're finan- they're, that's what you do with a financial doper is you go well here give us more of your money yeah exactly <laughs> just the stupidest stupidest fucking thing it's not going to work it's yeah it's it, it shit yeah like, the fact that they had to be forced into doing this as well shows just how impotent um, an organisation it is mm. uh, CAS aren't going to do anything they're just another arm of it they're pushovers and, yeah and they're pushovers but yeah. they can be bought UEFA can be bought all of this can be bought yeah and you know you could see you have more money than anybody else mm-hmm. exactly so my cod then is uh, a little bit left field. I initially put it, thought of putting it in the FA based off the, uh, the situation we had with Shrewsbury and the FA Cup replays. I won't go for that because that's old news at this stage. What I will go for though is Leeds United and tangentially Marcelo Bielsa. Wow, it's just over Spygate. It's over Spygate. It's over bottling the fucking league. That's what's <laughs> happening. So the Leeds... Did they And he did. And this is what's kind of derailing my argument a little bit because they started Christmas... 13 points ahead of a travelling pack of Fulham, Forest, Bristol and Brentford. They're the teams that are going for their playoffs, right? So 13 points clear, no problem. It's just between you and West Brom for promotion, right? For whoever whoever gets top billing, basically. So since then, West Brom lost six games. Leeds have lost seven games. And only this game now they've won against Bristol City this weekend is their first win in about 10. That sounds like our race for fourth last year. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So this All they need is one win. What did they not get? One win. Yeah. We didn't get a chance to talk about it, but the <laughs> but the FA Cup game with you guys uh, in the Emirates was a fucking beautiful game yeah. of football. Like We've talked about like heavy metal football for Klopp and orchestras for Guardiola. Bielsa is footballing porn. Yeah. Like it's sleazy, it's filthy, it's all over the place, but it's just there's something artistic about it in the at the end of the day. There's something weird about it that you just can't take your eyes off it. And the fact is I don't know what I don't know what <laughs> it's sleazy and dirty, but at the end it's only wonderful. It's fulfilling. It's only wonderful it's, that it, Yes, exactly. There's euphoria <laughs> at the end. There's a climax. Yeah. Except the climax somehow has Paddy Bamford in it. And this is the problem. He is he is making very obvious prop mistakes with his team. Uh, the goalkeeper he has is Kiko Casilla, a former Real Madrid goalkeeper. And he has made more goalkeeping botches this season than Loris Carius has ever for Liverpool. Oh, he's botchamania, man. He has just been like... He is literally only short of just throwing the ball into his own net. The fucking Sabu of football. It's a just... Calamity. Oh, it's so hilarious. Yeah. I'm half He'd expecting do well him... Yeah, he would do, yeah. I'm half expecting him at one point, when he's taking a throw out, to just continue... Do you know what happened? ...with the ball in his hand... And just sling it into Do you know what happened midweek against Nottingham Forest? Oh, um... He got the ball... I remember what happened to Peter Enkelman. But the ball rolled oh, yeah. over his foot. That's what happened to him. <laughs> in the second minute. Oh, Jesus. And they were fighting back over that ever since. They were just basically... And Nottingham Forest are a defensive team. So they're like trying to play all this like sweet, sexy football. And Nottingham Forest going like... No, we're 1-0 up, lad. Just fucking... Oh, shoot. Yeah. Right? So you lock this down. The second mistake <laughs> he's doing is still playing Paddy Bamford. Because but he's nobody else. He does. 
He does. He signed Jean-Kevin Augustine from uh, Leipzig, who's one of their uh, hotshot strikers for the future. Yeah, because they're... On alone. They're... um, Yeah, he signed him on... This is the point, right? They keep trying to get backup for Bamford, Mm. but they can't sign anybody good permanently because nobody wants to be a backup to Patrick fucking Bamford. And this, again, this is all part of the mistake. It's so bad. That'd be like being a backup to your own couch. <laughs> for things to be sat on, yeah, this you know, is, this is, is ridiculous. Like, yeah. So to keep getting in all these shit hot loan players like Eddie and Ketia, yes, not never use them, and not playing them because they don't want to use Sir Patrick Bamford. Mm. Like, but you need to back them up with somebody. But we can't sign anybody good to back them up. Yeah. So we get these people on loan. Well, nobody's going to give Leeds a loan striker just to have him sit on the bench. Yeah. Like so it's literally really all they need. Why you recalled in Ketia. Exactly. Yeah. Like all that all Bamford needs is competition. That's actually all he needs. But they can't, they, they can't, they can't get him competition. They, they gave him competition, but then didn't use the competition. Mm. Yeah, they, yeah, they gave him competition, and then explicitly, on the training pitch. explicitly stated that yeah. the competition would never be used unless they were desperate. Yeah, because we had this issue with Brewster. You see, Brewster had a choice of clubs he could go for in the championship. One of them was Leeds, one of them was Bristol, and the one was Swansea. And literally every other coach, every member of the coaching staff in Liverpool said Swansea, Swansea, Swansea. He'll get his game. He'll get his goals. He's playing in a good young team. It's perfect for him. And lo and behold, he scored like fucking four goals in five games. Yeah. It's insane. So yeah, that's Leeds. They're bottling the league. They bottled it last season. They're bottling it again. And now after dropping a 13-point gap between them and Fulham, they're now joint points with Fulham. Yeah. yeah. Scott Parker's Fulham, what they add. So yeah, that gives yeah. an extra staff bonus, you know. So guys, um, time to hand out a card. I'm going to go betray my own club and say Liverpool. Because, well? yeah, the women's team, I discovered... Pre- it's tricky with this stuff at Prenton Park. It's just you you know it's been a bad idea since the start since before Christmas. Yeah. You know the weather's gonna be bad. I was just checking there, they've had three matches postponed yeah. this year because of the pitch condition. And it's just fixture congestion then for all the other teams that are playing in that club as well. Yeah. Because I think Prenton Park was a rugby uh, pitch at one point as well. So it's like fucking four play four places using that pitch mm-hmm. at the same time. That's crazy, like. Anyway. Well, uh, it, not that it matters, I would have gone with UEFA. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair. That's just funny. It is. That's fair. That's fair. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, moving on then, uh, we have a sound attack. It was kind of slim pickings uh, this month, to be fair. It was very little stats worthy, so I had to go like deep diving for these. What so, happened? Uh, <laughs> uh, was it A? Ball? Was it A? Something. B? Something else. Or C? Something really else. Or D? <laughs> David Beckham. David Beckham. <laughs> so, question number one. How many goals has Sergio Aguero scored where Kevin De Bruyne has provided the assist? Oh, fuck. In total ever? Uh, the season, sorry. Oh, the season, yeah. okay. What's he up to now? 16 for the season? Uh, Kevin De Bruyne has 17 assists this season. No, Aguero. Aguero has 14. 14 goals? 14, yeah. 12 of them. I'm going to say 8. <sighs> you could have gone lower. It was 6. Oh. Yeah, that is the biggest, that's, that's the best combo in the Premier League this season. 6? Yeah. Oh, fuck off. The underneath one was uh, Vardy and Madison, which is 5. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, yeah. Uh, Salah and Trent is five as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many players have outscored Kylian Mbappe in League One so far this season? All of them? No. 
he's not scored any goals, has he? Oh, he has scored a few goals. He scored 15 goals a season. Fuck. So how many players? Four. 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 You went four. Both yeah. of us. That was uncanny. Uh, you're wrong, that's one. <laughs> uh, Yasin Ben Yedder, who used to be formerly oh, a in Ligue 1. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you uh, want to walk across Europe? No. <laughs> no. In Ligue 1. All right. Read the question, man. Uh, so Yasin Ben Yedder, he scored 16 for Monaco. Mm. Monaco, who have sacked two managers this season, I think. Yeah. Because they're yeah. banter club. Uh Here's a good one. Which Premier League team currently has the worst disciplinary record? Arsenal. Yeah. Is the correct answer. 61 yellow cards, thanks to Jacket today. Uh, three red cards. Yep. Yep. Love to see thanks it. Thanks to Jacket. Thanks to Jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and David Luiz. And David Luiz. He's also two reds he's had this year. And uh, yeah. 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 Bang on. So uh, one apiece then. So question number four. This team has scored the most goals in Europe's top five leagues with 63 so far this season. Vivian Miedema. (laughs) Team team has scored the most goals, including a 7-0 away win last weekend. What team is it? Manchester City Women's. This is a men's team, I'm afraid. Dortmund. Bayern. Munich. You want Dortmund and Bayern? Mm -hmm. Wrong country, I'm afraid. It's in Syria. Ah, it's Atalanta. Bollocks. Fuck, they're still doing well. Atalanta. They beat Torino 7-0. They do well in Prenton Park if they're used to running underwater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I the water's this. not like I am, 80%. I am not having this conversation again. <laughs> Question number five. To steal everything. Which team spent the most money in Europe in the January transfer window? I'll give you a clue. It's a German club. Bayern Munich. Montage Gladbach. Ooh, interesting choice. Uh, it was Hertha Berlin. Fuck you. What? So Hertha Berlin, notable for, we were signing off last time we had a podcast, for Jürgen Klinsmann. Yes. So Jürgen Klinsmann uh, took over the club, has spent 75 million euros on four players. And then he went out the door labelled do one. Yes, because, <laughs> he, first of all, <laughs> because he wasn't fully qualified to continue as as a coach oh, for yeah. he let his pro license lapse oh, yes yeah. didn't tell anybody yeah so <laughs> his pro lapse expired spent 75 million of Hertha Berlin's money on four players Louis Trossard <laughs> Tossard sorry Christoph Piacek Matthias Kuna and Santiago Escobar loaned out eight players and sold one including uh, Andre Duda which oh, is a shame Duda. so yeah. basically he's been trading in funny names for the last while so that's your, the Jurgen Klinsmann way. He's been trading in funny names and false licenses. Yes, that's the Jurgen Klinsmann way. Arrive, have no license, spend a lot of money, leave. Yep. Fantastic. Be forced oh. to leave. Yes. <laughs> Kicked out the door. Kicked out the door. So, uh, Burpa. Yes. We have promised a WSL rundown for the last half a year. Yeah. And we're going to pick the week where there's been the most postponements to actually... <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let, well, let's check in with the race because it's, by all accounts, it's, it's still a three-horse race. It is a three-horse race, but yes. oh, I don't know, one of the horses has a very lame leg. Um, very lame all legs, I think. One very lame leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have lost so many things. The Arsenal horse has been buzzsawed in half. <laughs> it is now lasagna. Yeah. It is now a Findus it is now a Findus crispy beef pancake. It is now being served to Spurs as we speak. Exactly. Um, um, Medium rare. So yeah, um, Arsenal came into 
2020 um, yeah. with uh, top of the league mm. um, but not too far away from Manchester City and Chelsea mm. uh, what happened then is a <laughs> series of unfortunate injuries uh, we had uh, Kim Little rested for a game against Man City mm. and people are like mm, she's not being rested you wouldn't rest Like no matter how tired she is yeah. she would be up for this um, and as it has now conspired that she's actually needed surgery in her foot. Yeah. It helped she had a bruised metatarsal. Um, but then it turned out that actually needed surgery. So she is out for the long term. Fantastic. Um, One hell of a bruise. Yes. Leah Valti uh, scored an unbelievable goal against West Ham in the FA Cup. And apparently through that injured her hamstring and is now out on a long term hamstring injury. Bet Mead last week just, uh, or yeah, during the week um, I watched live I'm fairly sure her ACL being snapped in two mm-hmm. um, like yeah we're just kind of very st- we've no one as a backup to Miedema and she went through a four game unscoring mm. run yeah she kind of went off the ball a wee bit for four games for what, for, yeah like, that's, that's off the ball for her <laughs> and uh, yes as a result of that, we got hammered by Chelsea. Chelsea mm. are, even though they are currently second in the table... Yeah, they I, have a game in hand, They have though. a game yeah. in hand. They have a game in hand and are a revitalised team with the be- one of the best women's players to ever play yeah. sport. Like, Sam Kerr is a very decent reinforcement to get in yeah, January. Yeah, when, like, when you just go, let's get Sam Kerr yeah. in. Best player in the world, Sam Kerr. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's just... And like Hot she's over. even been like uh, at the minute there's Olympic qualifying matches for mm. international teams. So her and Caitlin Ford, who is now an Arsenal player, mm. um, are on international duty and haven't had a chance to play since. Uh, Claire's played two matches. Yeah. Uh, in the FAWSL. Are they down at uh, Kim as well or uh, G as well? Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Oh! Oh! How did you miss that? Off the cross. Off the bar. Jesus Christ. Right, so for the last 40 seconds, Arsenal have been absolutely carving up Newcastle like a pork pie. And Ketia has somehow managed to hit the bar. Uh, it, was, it was on it. You kind of from shinned From inside the six-yard box. Yeah, he shinned it. Oh. So yes, um, uh, we wa- we were actually here watching Arsenal playing at home to Chelsea. Yes, that was a fun podcast to record. Um, and it was demoralising because we lost four one. And to be fair, I'm completely outclassed. Yeah, to be fair. like Joe Montemurro came out afterwards and just like that was the game that like if it comes down to it, that's the game that lot turned the season. Yeah, I think so. They us, think so. Yeah, they bet us at um, their home pitch at the start of the year, but obviously it was early on in the year. We had time to kind of crawl back, and mm. uh, but this match, he it was <laughs> he made a defensive decision with Jennifer Beattie out injured, but Louise Quinn man marking Sam Kerr, <laughs> uh, which Did Louise Quinn is her Mertesacker. Okay, she's slow, but she has the intelligence to know where to be. But when you put her one on one in a sprint race, there's only going to be one. There's winner. only going to be one outcome there, and yeah. that's exactly what happened. Yeah, when, when did you realise the person she's up against is Sam Kerr? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's just not going to work. And um, then there was a couple of questionable 
goalkeeping decisions from Zinsberger in mm. that match. But overall, we were put under that pressure by Chelsea because of Montemoro's tactics to crowd out the middle. Yes. And not allow, or sorry, um, crowd out the middle so that they'd be forced to play on the wings. But mm. that meant that they were able to just cross the ball in. The crosses no problem. were absolutely yeah. exceptional. Um, it's, it, it's one of the most defining games of the season oh, because fucking block. like I said that kind of like that six point swing if you like means yeah. that you're kind of already on the back foot the fucking ball um, but oh, we right. had um, then the, the other kind of big turnabout this season has been uh, Nick Cushing who mm. has been a previous cod of mine yes uh, he has decided to up and out of uh, Man City and go be assistant manager mm. over New York City and by all accounts, they've still been doing okay without him. Well, Alan Matten has come in. Uh, he's been the assistant manager for a while. Yeah. And he's just kind of continuing on as a caretaker for the next week. They've not really suffered, but their teams that they've been playing <laughs> since the manager change over mm. haven't been the most... It's uh, been reliable, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, they were kind of expected to win those matches anyway. Yeah. Um, but as the league is going, uh, we've got the likes of Tottenham and Man- Manchester United. Actually, they the teams that have been promoted into the league this mm. year, they've been the most entertaining, I think, because there's no consistency with yeah. them whatsoever. Man United can go out and beat Tottenham 3-0 and then be beaten by Reading Yeah, 2-0. That's actually one of the surprises uh, of the season so far is Reading fourth. I know there's a, there's a massive gap between them and Arsenal, though, in yeah. terms of the points difference. But they have been, I suppose, like... They may have been touted as maybe like the bottom half of the te- of the table, but it kind of shows you like it's kind of the same thing happening in the Premier League to like a lesser extent, where it's a very fluid mid table between like Arsenal, Reading, Man United, Everton, and Spurs, and they're all kind of like yeah. juggling between each other a bit. Everton and the women's, um, they've got uh, Willie Kirk as their manager, and he has just been absolutely phenomenal with them tactics wise. Mm-hmm. They have a young developing squad, but they are just playing such good football. Everton yeah. signed Chloe Kelly from Arsenal a few years ago. She's one of our academy girls, and um, she scored like, some absolute thunder cunts of goals. Yes. What? Which has been it hit off, the referee. It hit off the referee. It's a new rule. Oh what? Yeah, it's a new rule. Yeah. John Hunter. No. Yeah, that's oh, the fuck off. The inches at this season. That's not fine. Yeah. In terms of the relegation scrap down, because uh, yeah, as we've previously mentioned, yeah. Liverpool are down there on six points. Six points. We uh, finally won our first game of the season a couple of weeks ago against Bristol, yeah. which uh, was uh, bad news for Bristol, by yeah, the way. Yeah, they're also on six points. Yes. Uh, but on goal difference. Of thanks. minus 30. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to an 11 1 drubbing by Arsenal. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Goal! Get in there! Yes! That was a solid header. What a fucking ball in. Watch this fucking cross. It was a better in, wasn't it? Yeah, I think a better in a Pepe. That was, yeah. Pepe's getting the big hooks. Yeah, yeah, Pepe, yeah. Pepe. Oh, what a fucking ball in. Check this. Some, he was laughing about something. Did he hurt himself? Probably hurt his hair. There we go. So the ball goes at the Pepe on the flank. So he's about to challenge Lazaro there. Or Rose, sorry. Just crossing. Oh. Lobs it in. Nice way oh. to Beautiful oh. header. Heads it down. That's pure sick. Fantastic, lads. Lovely ball. Just a, it just loses all pace at the end. So yeah, he just, he put just his head hangs, it up, it. hangs it up to the back yeah. post. Don't know what fucking your man's Lazaro, thinking. yeah. Lazaro letting Aubameyang get the yeah. side of him. Um, yeah, I'll just jump yeah. back in here. Um, the, also in the relegation zone is Birmingham on seven mm. points. But that's deceiving because they are three games in hand. <laughs> <That's insane. laughs> 
So, weather. <laughs> weather is a thing. Weather is a thing that has affected the WSL um, so adversely. Mm. Um, I was saying earlier on off air that um, with the winter lull in the men's football, this was the ideal occasion to mm. promote women's football. Can I just stop it there? Winter lull, Jill? Jingle? Carry on, we're um, we- Much like the winter lull, that guitar is also out of tune. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we had the North London Derby, yeah. which we played at a sold-out Meadow Park, Arsenal being at home. Mm. And we also had the uh, Merseyside Derby being played in Anfield. Yes, or Goodison Park. Sorry, Goodison Park. Yes. Um, which would also have been amazing to have showcased the women's football. Veterans oh. in here! Oh! oh. Um, but weather. Yes. We- weather stopped the women's football. So it would have been ideal with no men's football to kind of compete for TV coverage. Or that was the plan, was to have it basically like while you're waiting for Premier League to come back, here's the USL. Space, and yeah. then maybe you can come to more matches. Yeah. Uh, Meadow Park uh, sold out. It was the first time ever back-to-back fixtures have been sold out in a home ground for a team in the WSL. Very nice. Um, but as it turns out, no one was able to get there. Mm. Same thing has happened this week. Um, so there is going to be a shed load of postponed oh. matches and re uh, rescheduling. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah. Lads, that was all Saka. Yeah. Oh man, fucking Megs. <laughs> oh, Lazaro's had to been mugged off there, lads. Yeah, Absolutely, he just, back. he just led Lazaro back to the fucking first division. <laughs> he's, <going back> to, <laughs> he's just down, going back to Austria. Yeah, he's just, yeah, he's gonna send it back to Austria. Yeah, yeah. Go back home, man. Lovely though. <laughs> well, that's Jay's lads. You might actually win a game now. Fuck. Although yeah. we are, Newcastle have never been able to come back from two 0 this season. What? So. No. Yeah, look, never. Look, watch, check it. Check this. Um, Sorry, check lads. Lejeune isn't playing. You're okay. He's about to fucking Salt Bay. <laughs> Lovely. That was great stuff. That's great actually shades of the goal that he scored against Manchester United. Just cut That's back. Mustafi's up in the box. How the fuck is he? There? <laughs> Mustafi was waiting for the ball before Pepe went, Oh no, we can't let it go to that guy. That's <laughs> why he's <laughs> <laughs> he actually shaped it up to shoot like, the ball. He was like, no. He was going to punt that into the fucking car park. Look at that. Look at the sad eyes of Mustafa. He's like, I was going to score that. My moment of glory. So, <laughs> so, so snapping back then, the, Sorry, yes. we are, like, if we do get a few games back in the WSL, how do yeah. you see the, the top and the bottom half of the leagues playing out? I don't see us competing for it. No. The squad has been so heavily depleted. Uh, the players after the Liverpool game look like they been in a war mm. um, um, so Mirama uh, was interviewed after the last <laughs> match and she uh, like jokingly in the classic deadpan was like we're going to request if the FA can let us play seven aside for the next few matches because their squad is so threadbare um, in the like we Joe Montemurro has a policy of having small squad yeah he only feels like he only gets like a squad of 20 players uh, even less 17 but 17 yeah. fuck Right, so uh, it's and a squad of 17. It's made up the rest of the 20 or 21 the players. Ke- the is he? Is he? No. Ah, take why the shot, you switch you back? Fuck. No, why did yeah. you switch back? Just take it first time. <sighs> Stupid. Um, he has a, the rest of the squad is built up of academy graduates and he kind of rotates to give them a chance. That yeah. is his philosophy. 
But at the minute, we are down, I think, nine key players, nine first-team players. Yeah. Um, we've got the like... So Katie McCabe is, um, on paper, a forward. Yes. A left forward. Theoretically, yeah. Um, <laughs> she has not made it out of left-back this year, but has actually been quite, quite important for us and has been recently picked up as being one of the players to watch as a... Mm. Kind, of, kind of picking up a bit of attention from other teams, ah, shall we say. She's been so much so... She's actually been so good at left back that we've loaned out our actual specialist left back, Emma Mitchell, to Tottenham, <laughs> where she has been ripping it up. She has yeah. like her she she scored, scored two, two goals, goals. yeah, in, like yeah. five appearances as a left back. Uh, both of them, she's been on the right wing, so I don't know how she's ended up out there. But uh, yeah, no, they can fucking absolute screamers, yeah, she's and she's absolutely... not celebrated them because she's like, oh. Can't do this. Um, <laughs> Twatted them in proper style, like yeah. the first, the first goal, goals. The first goal she scored, like she absolutely swerved in, like a millimeter to either side. Yeah. It was going off the post, or the keeper was getting it. She literally let her box the bottom right hand corner. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. So you see Arsenal dropping out of the race. Yeah. Um. We've got the Champions League. We've got the Conti Cup final against Chelsea in the mm-hmm. next few weeks. Well, considering postponements, I don't know how that's going to work yeah. out. We're still in the fight for the FA Cup. We're fighting on four fronts, so one of them's going to have to drop off, and yeah. by the looks of it, it's still um, yeah, one, of, one of them's going to have to drop off, and it's going to be the team. <laughs> <laughs> and our hopes and dreams. Yes. Um, I see Chelsea doing it there. Alan Mann is improving as a manager. Um, Man City's kind of been running on their luck in terms of they've got a fantastic keeper, mm. Roebuck, who just has kept them in games in the last few And matches. they do have consistent goal scorers, which helps as well. Like. Yeah. Like, they, like Bremer and Ellen uh, White, Ellen White yeah. are yeah. just fucking ripping it up. Uh, but then Chelsea, you've got Beth England. Chelsea, got Chelsea had a better team Kerr. on paper. Well, I think, I think, I think their signing of Kerr is going to revitalise them. Yes, yeah. I think she's gonna, she's gonna, she hasn't clicked yet. But when she gets into gear, well, much to Burkwa's point, like they just haven't, they haven't been had a chance to because she only played two games. Yeah. But once she is, like next season, you'll see it, and you'll see Chelsea just beat this unstoppable powerhouse. Yeah. Like. So, yeah, in terms of relegation battle, to be fair, like, since um, we did some decent business, if you can call it that for us, uh, with signing Furnace, which we, met, I met, we mentioned earlier on, like, she has been the kind of, like, the missing piece for our attack-wise, because she's played in Babajibe a good bit more. Yeah, and, and that's And Kirk is, like, is kind of more of a passenger in the game now, a little bit, rather than being res- expected to be responsible. So she can yeah. kind of come in and score a bit more. Okay. Just a, can you say Furnace has ignited you? I would say that, oh. yes. Yes. Um, no, but one of the things that has been said is that we were the first <laughs> team. Great name. She's ginger, so it works as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, your defense has been really good. Yeah, right? this is the bad thing. We're such a scrappy team. We only lose by one nil, but it's because we keep losing by one nil, it's just fucking score, people. It's not fucking Tony Pulis you're playing. Come on. could do that change. It could be that catalyst to change. That is what she's been doing. Like Babajibe has been a completely different player since Furness has joined the team. Yeah. Um, we have a new goalkeeper for cover. I think it's a Canadian go- player. I can't remember her name. That's because your other uh, keeper got a Harry Potter scar. Yes, that was that was bad for her. From a stud into the head. Yeah, that was that was pretty rough. In fairness, um, yeah. I've had that myself. I've yeah. got the scar in my head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the FAWSL. I've if Bristol. Uh, I would. I think Bristol are fucked. Yeah. Bristol are Brighton, fucked. I would not like to see them go down. Mm. Um, no, I. Uh, I think Liverpool have left themselves too much to do. I agree. I think it's too. I think it's, those two are going. Oh down. come on! Oh, <laughs> what a miss! Um, you've got the likes of Aston Villa set to come up 
mm. um, which they, would be really really fun to see they've, there's been a lot of talk yeah, about the villains the reacted to this like somebody's fucked his mother oh it's supposed to be a corner it's oh a, he wants to the corner oh yeah. right he's not got the corner no well, oh he did get the oh, corner oh yeah he did it yeah so where the fuck is he freaking out I don't know I probably didn't think he'd get it so yeah uh, we don't have a blockbuster this week Neil no you have, some, you have a special presentation for right, us quiz 3 shit just got real yes <laughs> So, Neil, hang on, corner coming in, nothing happens. Oh, Newcastle. So, Neil, you <laughs> have been hyping up this quiz three for the last The quizzing. Um, I would like for you to get, like, to write your answers down before saying that. So, if you want to get pens and papers and shit. Right, stationary. Stationary. Do you want a whiteboard for taking score? No, 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 I'll, oh. I'll have my own. Right, Neil. Quiz three, the quizzing. Right, yeah. So shit just got real. This is just basically I went into a deep dark hole on the internet, not in that way, um, and just found out some really odd fucking facts. So this isn't going to be a high scoring one. So even if you aren't football inclined, just sit down. Like as a teaser, as a teaser question, what was very odd about Denmark's nineteen ninety two European tournament win? Something really really fucking odd about it, and you could just take a guess. This is question one, yes? Yeah, this is the first question. And it will set up kind of... The theme of the... The theme, well, yeah, somewhat the theme of it. Because I'm getting them to write it down because the last time when people just say out their answers, it influences everybody else's. Yeah. Okay, so I'll my answer. Yeah, go for it. Left at the dealer first. Uh, only won one game in normal time. Ooh, no... They forgot to bring a ball. <laughs> this is, well, this is the, this is the, we have an he audience. He did win the tournament, so they would, a ball was there at some point. So, a peek behind the curtain, we've had two people in the room what listened to us podcasting all day. Yeah. So now we've, as a reward for putting up with listening to our shite, they're now being thrown into the quiz as our placebo. Yeah. So, uh, I went with, they never got that trophy. No, um, no, the answer is they didn't actually qualify for the tournament. Uh, yeah. The straight uh, Denmark were up against Yugoslavia mm. for qualification at the yes, tournament, and then, and then Yugoslavia decided to do a war. Yes. <laughs> so Denmark were put in. Yep. So they went and won the thing despite the fact they never initially fucking qualified for it. And they so, never uh, even did a war. And that's the kind of uh, answer you're gonna. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, this one's for actually. I put this one in for James. It's a nice spud question. This is the odd spud out. Now, when I initially written this question, all of these players were spud players. Okay. A few are not, but let's just suspend disbelief. Um, all right. What is the odd one out of this lot? Now, this is a twofer. Right. So you get one point for guessing the player and one point for guessing the reason. Right. Oh, so okay. the right yeah. one out. Wrong one out. Harry Kane, Danny Rose, Eric Dyer, Harry Winks, Deli Ali, and Ben Davis. <clears throat> there is something about one of them that is not like the other. Harry Winks, Eric Dyer, Harry Kane, Deli Ali, Danny Rose. And Ben Davis. And Ben Davis. And Eric Dyer. What did I I think I know this. Did you say Dyer? I think I know this. (laughs) Don't inhale T Neil. Don't. Right, are we ready? We rocking? No. Scribbles. Scribbles, scribbles. 
Right. Cool. Right. You went last this time, so go first. Very well. I went for Ben Davis because I know for a fact that there is a second Ben Davis that plays for Preston North End. <laughs> Wrong both counts, but that was actually a pretty good one. Yeah, fair enough. The audience. Uh, I said Ben Davis because Ben Davis is a mountain. Not a <laughs> <laughs> also technically correct. No, it's also technically correct. I'm just saying, you know, Rogan put down, they all start at the consonant. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was the odd one out? <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that is quite odd though, in fairness, <laughs> when you do point it out. Oh, Jack have fucked himself. Yeah. Oh. Um, my answer is Eric Dyer because they all played the academy, but he played the academy in Portugal. Oh yes, you get both points. Oh yeah. nice, very yeah. good. The official reason is he's actually not a homegrown player, despite yeah. being yes. in, despite being an England international. He's the only one for yeah. them that's not homegrown. Yeah, uh, Deli Ali would be in that category as well because he came from MK Dons. Would he, he not? Would he also be homegrown though? He would be homegrown. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Would. But uh, Dyer isn't, because mm. he did. He, he went through his academy at in Portugal. in Portugal, yeah. Right, third one. Most amount of... This is also another twofer. Guess right. the team. I guess the amount of replays. Most amount of replays of a single round by a winner in the FA Cup. Guess the team. I guess the amount of times they had to replay one round. Do you want a clue what happened back in 1979? <laughs> 1979? You could get a point with this by just guessing a number. <laughs> and a team. So we're getting the number of replays and the team. Yeah, not, not the number of replays in total that they did over the course of the whole run. The number of replays of one single round that they had to do. Right. Okay, I've literally just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, I said four. Uh-huh, and your team? For the team. And No, uh, <laughs> Brentford. Four and Brentford. You got one point. Oh! Go for it. Uh, like four for replays. Mm-hmm. And Sheffield. One point again. Right, well I'm wrong then, because I said both and Wanderers and 14. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, the answer was four replays and it was Arsenal. Oh. oh. Arsenal oh. under 1979. Um, oh, win. <laughs> yeah, they played Sheffield Wednesday five times. Oh, wrong Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, wrong Sheffield. Wrong, I just wrong said, side of it. Wrong, you actually got the team they have. You just said Sheffield, yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh. okay. Okay. Um, as Eldin Bahder signed for a Egyptian third team, third tier team, he's the world's oldest professional footballer. What age is he? And I'm going with Price is Right rules here, so the point goes to the person who's closest without going over. Oh. So I actually get a winner. How old is the world's oldest professional footballer? 47. 39. 66. Jonathan gets the points. He's 74. What the what? fuck? Yeah. Oh, I got said 47. I said it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading it upside down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So actually, there's a bunch of these, which is like... Um, Closest, but how long is the world like official head uh, oldest uh, oldest uh, over <laughs> yes because yeah. yeah. it's priest over seventy five yeah over seventy five the kids could literally do that <laughs> I, I remember reading about him because he was on the Guardian I was yeah. like he's seventy four years old Kazushiro Mora is the oldest professional player because mm-hmm. he's fifty two yeah and absolutely. he will play until he's fifty five and apparently he's like a box to box midfielder box to box yeah <laughs> seventy four <laughs> it's third division Egyptian football I don't yeah. think. Uh, 
I don't yeah, think anyone can hold the He's literally playing against people who are a third of his age. <laughs> <laughs> Probably playing with his son and his grandson at this age. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. How long is the world's official longest throw-in? In meters. Because the metric system is a tool of the devil. This is official by Guinness Book of Records. Guinness World Book of Records. I actually have no idea of dimensions. So this is going to go exceptionally well. Again, is this price of right rules? Yeah, price of right rules. Cost is about going over. Joe Nathan. Okay. This is risky, but I'm going to pay 38 feet. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, the post. Metric system. Metric system. I don't know. I don't. (laughs) Go for it. Okay, so he said 38 meters then? Sure, whatever. 38 meters. meters. (laughs) Six meters. Six meters. 112 meters. <laughs> the whole length of the pitch. Well, you are well over. <laughs> but Jonathan gets the point again. The official longest throw in is 59.14 meters. By Megan Campbell? No. No, it's a some, throwing coach. Yeah, some, no, um, it's, some, it's actually a guy who's coached by a throwing coach. Ah. He's the guy who does those flips. The flip yeah. throw ins which are legal. Milan Mohamedy. Yeah, I think so. The guy that fucked it up in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He actually got, he has the record of the longest long throw. Yeah, 59.14. Oh, I'd love to see it. 59.14. I'd love to see it. Fastest shot ever recorded. Oof. Miles an hour. Miles an hour. Yeah, miles. miles. I could have done the conversion, but I, it was like two in the morning. I think, well, it's not ours. Can we take a guess on the on the uh, score on the person who took the shot? No, actually, to be honest with you, I didn't write it down, and I can't remember who it is. Podolski. <laughs> no, actually, it was actually. I remembered that we our our like nineties Liverpool teams were full of like people who just had to cut the ball in because yeah. that was the only thing they were good at. Right, uh, but, but, you go first. One hundred and twelve miles per hour. He goes thirty. I'm 30. going thirty. Mm. I'm going for sixty-five miles per hour, and I think it was Patrick Berger. No, but but with the point, it was one hundred and fourteen. Ooh, yeah. and he didn't even score. He hit the crossbar with it. Oh, the thing the yeah, that was definitely Patrick Berger. Then. He broke the crossbar. I mean, yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! So where so we're at uh, three two, or oh, nice. sorry, Claire. What's the score at the moment? Is there a six points. Six questions in. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Burke bots on four. You're on two, and the audience have one. Hey. Woo. Now we'll switch markers because this one is running out. <sighs> Don't use oh, the problem marker. Oh, I, got I got a rebel. We want this quiz to go through, like, you know. Marks of oh, yeah. and all that. Right. Oh, yeah. This is the only non-football related question in it. That's your chance to steal, lads. How many points in total were Saracens docked for violating the salary cap? <gasps> oh, shit. Now, they were docked points twice. But yeah. How many were they docked in total? Uh, Give me a total now. Again, this is the price is right. That is oh. rugby. As well. Yeah. So this is actually somewhat more closer to a game a, a sport he's actually fucking like. I I know this is wrong. No, it's an amount that will guarantee that they get relegated, so yeah. go high. I think I double guess myself quite a bit here. Cool. I'm gonna go seventy. Seventy? I'm thinking thirty. Twenty-five. <laughs> Work well with the point. It was 105. Oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll, that'll <laughs> confirm relegation. Yeah, if, if they win... What? Was there one of them was 70 points? 70 and then 35 points. There you go. Initially yeah, got docked yeah. 35 points yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they got docked another 70. Ah. So even if they win every single game with bonus points and the winning margin point, which for five points, they'll still wind up with minus 55 at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there you win. Oh, fuck. Yeah, 
All right. All right, bad. Is that a clash of heads? No, no clash of shins. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Don't even talk to me about the ship. All right. Um, the next couple are about Sunderland's hashtag banter club Sunderland's uh, evolved form Everton. <gasps> uh, How many? Ooh, that's nasty. How many debuts for Everton has Stephen Pienaar made? Debuts for Everton. Yep. Mm, I'm gonna work this out now, but again, you can just guess a number. Yeah. I don't even think Stephen Pienaar knows. <laughs> So, I think his initial debut, I think he went on three loans and then he got re-signed. So I'm thinking five debuts. You going for five? Well, five, but the fifth one was because he tripped on his way out. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> had to, like, Didn't yeah, exactly. So you're going for four or five? Five, because five. of that. Technically five. <laughs> I said three. Burkwart gets the point. It's four. Oh, yes. well. He joined on loan from Dortmund in 2007. That's one debut. Yeah. He was then signed permanently. That's a second. He left for the Spuds. Was sent back on loan. Yeah. That's the third one. And he was signed permanently again. I didn't count for the... I didn't realise he was a loan signing. Yeah. Yeah. Twice. But. And also that says something about Everton that they signed Stephen Pienaar twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Since winning the FA Cup in 1995, how much money have Everton spent without winning a single piece of silverware? Oh, we went through this. This is yes, a figure that we've said out loud on yeah. recording, and I do not fucking know. All right, Burkleton, you're going first. Oh, I got a busted nose. Some fucking blood in the pitch, boys. Right, I'm gonna say 380 I think million. It's booked. Jesus, 380. This is gross, sorry, gross. Gross, yeah. gross, gross. Not net or... Uh, yeah, 380. 380. 301. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, I think it's much more than that. I think gross. I think it's 900 million. Oh, yeah. uh, points go yeah. to Jonathan. It's actually 1 billion. Yeah. I actually I... have 1 billion scratched out. <laughs> <laughs> 1 billion, yes. They've spent 1... Fu- I've actually written down 1 fucking billion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is, uh, this is my second favourite kind of uh, thing on this quiz now. If you were to address a letter to Everton 2, Liverpool 1 and mailed it, what would happen to it? Where would it go? Everton 2, Liverpool 1? Yep. As the address. And you mailed it. Obviously when you mailed it if you just left it on the counter it would just sit there and do fuck all. The pedantry is strong with this one. (laughs) Uh... Where would it go? Because it would actually go to a place. So, okay, so you're saying like the postcode would be 2 E. No, Everton 2. The actual, you wrote on the thing Everton 2, Liverpool 1, and mailed it. It would go to a physical location, and no, not the bin, although it probably should. Put <laughs> <laughs> over it. Right, John Nathan, oh, audience go first, yeah? That's, that's a postcode for a Welsh town called Brickbot. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay. I think it was actually oyster mouth, is the correct answer, yeah. yeah. I said Kenny Daglish's house just to annoy him. <laughs> I was going to say Buckingham Palace. No, no, no. It would go to the Everton merch store. Really? Yep. Everton numeric Everton's merchandise stores are addressed numerically. Right. So Everton one is their first one. And that's in Goodison Park. Yeah. So they had a second merch store, which is called Everton Two. Oh, and right. that's located in Liverpool's main shopping centre. The address of which is, is Liverpool, Liverpool One. one. Yeah. So the address of Everton's merch store is actually Everton, Everton, Everton Two, Liverpool, Liverpool One. That's clever. That's clever. 
like that. I love that. I That's like good. That. I fucking love that. That's good. All right. Um, Duty D, if you're if you're big into your La Liga, the Copa del Rey semi-finals feature none of Barcelona, Real Madrid, or Atletico Madrid. Yes. <laughs> in fact, the biggest club in there is Atletico Bilbao. Yeah. So up until that point, Real were fucking on for the Spanish travel, apparently, because mm-hmm. this is big. But when was the last season that Real did the Spanish travel, which is the Copa del Rey, La Liga, and the Champions League? Last season that they did it. Ah, oh, like is that coming on? Do you know now? Alex Lacazette. Jonathan, I'm going to go 1998. 1947. 2011? Ah, it was a bit of a trick question. They've never done it. Ah! They've never won it. It is incredible. I thought that was incredible. That is quite bad. With the teams that they've had, that they've never done the treble. But it's supposed to be in the same length as Barca as well, so they've Mm -hmm. always had an end of flow to the things. This is a funny one. Which MLS club has a mascot called Bitchy the Hawk, whose sole job is to clear off all the pigeons on the pitch prior to a game? I just, I, I watched a clip of this far too many times. That was healthy. I thought it was hilarious. It's, a, it's actually a fucking hawk. Yeah, well. yeah. Like, no, I believe it. It's a fucking hawk. It's called Bitchy the Hawk. Burkbot, you go first. I'm going to say Red Bulls. New York Red Bulls. Because of the Disgustingly flavoured sugary drink. New York. Spurs. <laughs> MLS, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with DC United. Nah, it's Toronto FC. Is it? Ah, oh. okay. I just thought that was one. Yeah. yeah. Right, true or false? This is a very quick one. True or false? The Bundesliga is the only league in the top five in Europe that have no lar- no local derbies. Great this season. This season. No, no. Uh, yeah, well, this season. Oh, they haven't actually had any. False. Why is it false? False. Yeah, no, it's true. No, all the teams come from different cities. No, Hertha Berlin and Union Berlin this season. No, the Bundesliga. They're in the lower tier. No, the lower not tier. this season, they're not. They're. Yeah, Union Berlin, are, Union Berlin are in this Bundesliga this year. Are they in the Bundesliga? Yeah. Motherfucker. Are you sure about that? Yeah. It is the first time that they've had Hertha and Union in the same league, as far as I, can rec- as far as I know. Because Union <laughs> Berlin has always been in the second division. I and even historically. In the second division. I'm fairly sure they're in the first division. Which they were promoted this, this year. The Bundesliga. Germany. Yeah. What teams? Uh, Hertha Berlin and Union Berlin. Are they in the same league? Union Berlin, yes. And Hertha Berlin is there as well. No, just... don't go down into the lower. Ah, yeah, just Hertha. Just listen, just as Hertha. And Union Berlin is there above them. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, Motherful. Union Berlin are twelfth in the league and Hertha are thirteenth at the moment, which oh, I believe yeah. is the first time that's happened. Right, so that's I was point. gonna say France because France don't have any teams. France don't. Yeah. Right, so that's a point yeah. for everybody because I got that one wrong. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. All right then. Here's another one. Harry Kane is the only one of two players to have scored thirty times or more in a season and not won the Golden Boot. Who's the other? He was beaten up by Mo Salah. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's only one of two players to score more than 30 times in the season and not win the Golden Boot. Is he, <laughs> it's a 50-50 for me and I don't know if I'm picking the right one yet. Uh, flip that coin, baby. Yeah. I think I actually kind of know the, the two players you're thinking of. Yes. Uh, I think we ones. might be thinking the same year. I think we are, yeah. This okay. is the thing. Yeah. We're both in the same era, I think. Right, I'm going to say Van Nistelrooy. Michael Owen. I was going to say Thierry Henry. Oh, we're all wrong. It's Shearer. Oh, he, Andy Cole season, was yes, it? Yes, Andy Cole scored 34 times when Shearer scored 31. Bollocks. Owen's actually pretty good. Owen is actually the player with the lowest amount of goals to win the Golden Boot. Apparently he scored 26 times. 
And uh, he's a great helicopter pilot as well. Great helicopter. I love going. These are really, going. really quick ones. Right, the next three. True or false? You know, I'm going to give you about five seconds to answer these. True or false? No German has ever won the Golden Boot, the Premier League. True. Uh, true. 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 Everyone else saying it. True. Yep. True. No German has ever won. True or false? No Italian has ever won it. Quick. Quick. True. False. False. True. No Italian has never won it. No Italian has never won it. Yeah. yeah. What? No Italians have won the Golden Boot. No Italian. No. True or false? No Spaniards ever won the Golden Boot. False. False. Burkba. False. That's true. No Spaniard has ever won it. What? Yeah. Not Fernando Torres, no? No, he never no, won it. That's not. what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I, that was a brilliant quote. No Spaniard, Italian or German has ever won the Golden Boot. Ooh, pity. In the Premier League. All right, this is my favourite one. Uh, yeah, name the only team ever to be relegated from the Premier League with a positive goal difference. Oh. Since that's your favourite, I'm going to say Tottenham. <laughs> Premier League, they haven't been relegated. No, nah, I don't think they've ever been relegated. Ah, this is a, this is a Now, you do have to go back a bit. Yeah. Premier League, but yeah. Okay, yeah. I I have to chalk out one. Right? I'm thinking because they got a points deduction, Portsmouth. Oh, that's a good shout. Go I said Bolton. Rogan, you want to? Uh, I don't know. Try out a name. Try out a name. Uh, Sheffield again. <laughs> Sheffield United would be brilliant. Sneaked in on the keeper. Yes! <laughs> fucking hell. He looks shocked. He looks fucking delighted. Also, the team is Man, Man City. City. Yes, the, ah, yeah. the Ben Thatcher days. The Ben Thatcher days. Scored 80, conceded 77. I'm going to give several now because they actually really worked that out. They did it with plus three. Uh, also, hilarious enough, they're also the only team to ever be relegated from the league having won it the previous season. Oh my Ooh. god. <laughs> oh, oh. Like he did, he's... Oh! oh, get in there, you fuck. Sniped it. Sniped. He started this whole thing, man. Lacazette yeah. completely shoves your man off in the background there. Oh, oh. well done, Lacazette. Pure sex. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Right, true or false? This is a quick one. Napoli have a donkey as their animal because a horse, it was a horse in their first season which went so badly they changed it to a donkey as a joke. True. True. False. True. We ah. actually did do that. And it's been their animal for 91 years. <laughs> so, final question, what's the state of play? Oh, okay. Not the fucking... Do we have a guaranteed winner? I, I, I think I think Bird Bot's won already. I'm on nine. Yeah. And you said I'd be doing well to get double figures. <laughs> yeah. Audience are on four. You're on six. All right. Well, is on nine. All right. So the last, the last question. Give me the pride, baby. And also this word to get double digits. True or false? Shaka Hislop once had an internship at NASA. Who? Shaka, Shaka Hislop. Hislop. What? You don't know who Shaka Hislop? The legendary former West Ham keeper. The captain of Trinidad and Tobago. Yes. Correct, they're, they're head coach, I believe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. That's a really random thing. Yeah. So he, like... actually, he actually gave up the internship at NASA to go play for Coventry, apparently. True or false? Well, he's got more details on it. 
I'm gonna say false. I'd say it's probably like a European space agency or something. (laughs) No, it is actually true. Oh, for fuck's sake! (laughs) It is actually true. That he's on seven, the audience on five, Brookleton on nine. Hey! He's a degree in mechanical engineering. Yes! (laughs) That's what I knew about Shaka Hislop, and yet he still couldn't catch a ball for his love of No, he couldn't. That's because he was never trained as a goalkeeper. He was only put in goal because he was the tallest person on the team. He was a striker. (laughs) (laughs) That explains so much. But yeah! That was good fun. Well done, pizza. Yes, we're Woo. off now. So thanks for listening, lads. We'll see you in a couple of weeks for another podcast. Until then, see you later. Wasn't that fun? <laughs>